911, what's the nature of your emergency? Attention, whoever you are, this channel is reserved for emergency calls only. No fucking shit, lady! Do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? It's emergency podcast time. Boom, ba boom, ba boom. Seems like we did this before. Oh, shut your mouth! Holy moly! And then it's late already. Let's get this going. This emergency podcast. All I, right. I wish I never opened my goddamn mouth. <laughs> J man with his fucking suggestions. But Curse yeah. you, J man. Welcome everyone. Welcome to the Weird Science Emergency Podcast, the official emergency podcast of the official unofficial podcast of WeirdScienceDCComics.com. I don't know Woo. what. That uh, I'm getting tired. Uh, here we go. We're going to have this emergency podcast. Rebirth is upon us. We even said as we're talking, there are spoilerific things dropping everywhere about Rebirth. And I yeah. don't know if I like them or not, but it's not what we're I do not. We're here to talk about the new 52. And I know that with Rebirth coming down, I was not excited about this week. I have gotten excited about it. I am. I'm excited uh, just to see. Not even just that first Rebirth, number one, the, the Jeff Johns book. I just want to see the first issues of all of the other books to see what's going on and how. Try to find Pandora in there. I get you. Shit like that. But, yeah, uh, I like the new 52, though. A lot of people are bad-mouthing it. In fact, a lot of people this week, I even put a poll up on our Twitter page about, hey, uh, you know, are you excited about Rebirth? And people are so angry about the new 52 still that they, they're boycotting rebirth and i don't crazy i think that a lot of i think to me a lot of the hate first off the new 52 fell apart near the end right it it really did it was cyu well that's the end that's you know the last you know year and that's a nail in the coffin but yeah but even then that's the dcyou even before then convergence had ruined it that did and i just the the thing that I get with Rebirth, <laughs> I'm just saying, convergence to me is just the prologue to DCYOU. Not, yeah. Has nothing to do with the New Fifty Two. No. Do not lump that head. Yeah, yeah. It did though. I, it's, yeah, it's I totally really, weird. I had some weird theories this week. I was telling Reggie about uh, convergence that I'll get into it later because that's one of my picks on one of the categories. Spoilers. But we love we love the New Fifty Two when it started. That was what got me and Eric to do the site and the podcast. It got me yeah. comics, so I can't badmouth it. I think. Brought most, me back to comics. Yeah, me most well. of the hate that I I get, and this this even ties into some individual books as well. Uh, for the most part, a lot of the hate I get, people, oh, I hated the New Fifty Two. Oh, really? Why? Oh, I didn't read it. And, and yep. just people who had bailed because dark. It was either, too dark. It was That's too dark. You hear that a lot. And really, if anything, that is what. DC's reacting to everything I see and hear leading into Rebirth, and I'm not talking the spoiler stuff, is leading it to be. It's not just that, cla- oh, we're getting back to the classic deal. It is back to the fun stuff. To me, uh, just take, for instance, Green Arrow. Oh, the, the big thing, Black Canary. Oh, Black Canary's in there. Dinah's back. And it's like all these things, oh, it'll be so fun to see them. And I, I do think that everything we're going to see is a less dark 
universe. And I think that that's what started. That was part of my theory, Reggie. That's what the DCU, I think, attempted at first. I do, too. And if, yeah. that would have, well. if that would have hit a little better and been able to kind of – we wouldn't have had a rebirth. That was kind of that. And But then they, they just screwed too much. And at the end, it, it became so convoluted with the Batman and the robot suit and – and, yeah, and the Mr. Truth. Blooms of the world, like all that stuff, and I, yeah. I don't even think I think Mr. Bloom was always happen. That, that is a villain. They, even if they took Gordon their main characters, though, they changed them around, but then they didn't they didn't reflect that in the JLA or the J- no. Justice League book. And there seemed to be no. We talked about this. I don't know if this was on the last time we recorded or during the week. They just didn't they didn't publicize it right. No, it, it wasn't clear what they were attempting to do, what this meant. It was story over continuity, which well, means what, yes. What and what it means is we can have a weirdo bizarro book. Well, that's, that's, what, that's what basically I what it means. I said know? that to me, the story over continuity had nothing to do with, say, the Green Lantern book or whatever. It was so that they could throw out a Batmite book, right? And yeah. a uh, uh, also section, section eight and stuff yeah. like that. But that yep. seemed to be what they were pushing to be like the fun things. And I think that they would have kept going with that, uh, but things weren't selling. And then they they completely out of convergence. They completely screwed. All of their characters, the main characters, including uh, Green Lanterns, everything. Green Lanterns, Superman, everything went nuts all at once, and it was just nonsense. And people but, wanted to return to their characters. You exactly. Know, to get back After to a two-month hiatus, Well, and course. a two-month hiatus where they claimed to us and everybody, hey, everybody who was taken aback by us stopping stories when uh, Flashpoint happened and we went into the New 52 – uh, we're going to get your stories back. And you're going to, no, you didn't. You didn't, you didn't. get your stories back. And you, you were on a fucking planet in a dome. And yes, yeah, certain things. Uh, a marriage between Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon. But that's not my story. Uh, and not that it was Gotham. anyway. But yeah, the, it was so odd. And I said to you, Reggie, just as the thing that I said I'd talk to you later, I think that that convergence was not just like this move. That That's bullshit. We said it all along. And I was writing some things up this week. And I thought, you know what's weird? All of a sudden, now I think maybe that was just to get that DCU everything ready. Like they had all these writers doing the DCU thing. Let's use this fucking two-month deal because that wasn't even set up very well. Half the books didn't even seem like they matched to each other. I think they just threw that out so they had two extra months to get the DCYOU ready. And there you went. And they still did. Yeah, and they still fucked it up. Uh, But yeah. We're anyway, you forgot to do the intro here. You forgot to tell the people how to contact us. Well, I don't want anybody to contact us. <laughs> this is part one of a uh, two-parter because we got so many, many emails about what people's picks are, but you still can. I'm going to put this up, and then a week later we're going to do we're going to record the listener mail part. So yes, if you want to call or call in, if you want to send an email still to give your picks, we have a lot already. But if you want to do it, do it. It is Weird Science DC Don't Comics at gmail.com. Give us your picks, and it would be the top three best books, top three worst books, and top three ugly moments, ugly things. The ugly, ugly category is very open. Some yeah. people took that as ugly, meaning what looked ugly, and people picked some costumes, things like that. But it's it's an open category. You can do whatever. Um, but, yeah, a lot of times when we do these podcasts, the people who tune in, they say are new listeners – uh, so I just want to say I, I pity you, and this is going to be awful, uh, a lot of cursing, and probably a lot of nonsense, right? Yes, but, definitely. And anybody, if you, you listen to this and say, what the fuck are they doing, whatnot, uh, J-Man from Monterey, he, he's to blame. 
He's yeah. the one who said we should do this. It seemed like a year ago uh, because we were planning on this for a while, but shit went wrong last week. We recorded, what, three and a half hours, I told you? I believe so, yeah. It, it all failed. It was just me, my yeah. voice only. I actually wish that there was some way that I could have plugged in my voice and you guys could have talked to my recording. I could be in bed. <laughs> that would be I hilarious, thinking, actually. Like, That'd be the best. What do you think of that, Jim? <laughs> It'd be so funny, me reacting to things you didn't say. You'd have to scramble <laughs> to make them work. Yeah, that would not work very well. Um, but yeah, I, I have here in my notes just thoughts of the new 52. And I, we kind of did that a little. But I will say, again, I wouldn't have been in comics uh, at all if it wasn't for the new 52. The numbering, it, that really... When they thought of that, like, hey, we should get back to number ones, I mean, they, they must have been thinking about me. Because if I'm going to jump into, uh, you know, something at the 300, either I'm going to have to go back and get every other one and never read it anyway because I'm insane. Yeah. Or I just fuck it. And basically, I'd fuck it. And I yeah. always tended to like the DC heroes. I'm not a Marvel guy. It doesn't really intrigue me much at Marvel. I like Batman, Superman, all the Wonder Woman, all those. And so when I Super heard this. Super friends. Yeah. And, and Batman 66, all that. It always was stuff like that. And me and Eric were working together. We talked a lot of comics. He told me a lot of stuff about. Green I talked at you. Yeah, and just told me about things. I had no idea half of it. I wasn't even listening. But yeah, and then all of a sudden, I think I had heard of the New 52, and he had already heard it. It was one of those where either, I think it was, it probably was me saying to Eric, what, what is this? Like, they're doing this, and then you're like, ah, I know about it. But Eric was against it because it was- I bailed. I, yeah, you, you were done. You were one of these fucking haters. I was. You talking about, and you didn't want any parts I of it. I sat back talking about these kids today, they need to fucking get all then, revamped up because they can't go back and look. We continuity. And I read continuity. Too, it's, it's funny, too, because we really didn't know much about it either. We were yeah. just kind of talking, and yeah, then we kind of, I looked into what a little he did, and like, well, even so, like- well, the sum of Batman's continuity's there. The Green Lantern's kind of stayed, and even that era was like, that's bullshit. That's it really not, just, you know. I found out most things by going to my comic book shop my buddy owned and yelling, how can there be freaking, uh, like, you know, if there's no death of Superman, how is there parallax? Because it doesn't make sense now, but it's still apparently here. Yeah. How does it work, Tony? And he's like, I don't read DC, dude. Stop yelling at me. Yeah, oh. and I really think that this rebirth is what's going to happen is all of your continuities back, but mushed in with what happened in the New 52. Again, I'm talking about... Now like, all in a three-year gap. I, no. I think that everything <laughs> is just a continue, but everything else happened and they didn't know. I don't know. We'll see, but... We'll see how it works. I, yeah, I want to say one thing, you know, about the New 52. If you look around the internet, you look around the podcast diverse, if such a thing exists... You know, you guys aren't the only ones. You know, Jim's not the only one. A lot of people did start reading comics with the new Fifty Two. There, there are a few different sites out there where people are brought, yeah. openly admitted. Uh, big ones, not small ones either. Uh, I, I would say that if you're just talking about if if the object of the new Fifty Two was to get more people to read comics, it was a hundred percent success. Yeah, because it did. It got people into the stores, and even though I think that a lot of people, those people. Maybe stop reading DC comics. I think they went on to read. Yeah, Image, maybe that, Marvel, or Booth, maybe whatever else. Maybe they're like me, and even Eric for you know he would read before, but he came that a lot of them stuck, and it's the old one. You know, the old people are like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm bailing." I know a lot of people who talk to us on the through the podcast and on Twitter and things like that are people who were big comic fans before. They're like, fuck it, I'm done with, with DC because they've yeah. had enough. Like th this whole rebirth, when they announced it, 
again, I'm not going to be one who's going to go, oh, no, here they go again, because I really didn't have a here they go again moment. This is one of my, you know, first real yeah, this is your first one. The DCU <laughs> isn't, to me, that was just nonsense. But this is the first big one. So I'm not going to be like, fuck them for changing shit. Cause I'm not, <laughs> but I think a lot of these people who have gone through, like, crisis and Flashpoint, just like, right. fuck it, I'm done. I, I've had enough. Even before you know what it is, which is always odd to me because with Rebirth coming, I don't know. that It's soft. Re- like, there's all these terms. Soft, this re- one is definitely this, the that. most nebulous of any DC yeah. event yeah, I've they're, ever they're seen. Really, I, I don't know what it's going to look like. No, they're what keeping a tight lip on it except for these spoilers that are leaking. And even then, yeah. there's like weird stuff that, to me, the stuff that we heard about tonight, I won't mention any of this. I'm not going to mention on the regular podcast. I'm not going to bring it up. Fuck no? it. That, no, because I don't know what's what. I haven't read the out of thing. context. Who knows? Not yeah, even, because not what they're throwing out. No, what they're throwing out though uh, mm-hmm. may make sense in the book, but it's like they're throwing out the craziest shit so that you're like, oh, it, it's almost. And I'll tell you, if you want to go, go to Bleeding Cool. Look at their shit. Yeah. But to me, it's almost shocking. Like, all to me though, yeah, I think they're like. Fuck it, we're gonna fucking release this so fucking people get all pissed off. I don't know what it means or not. I'm not pissed off. I, I'm open for anything. Ask people on a Friday night at the truck stop. I'm <laughs> yeah. open for anything. You give me a hey. fucking. I got the knee. Paris, down. I am ready to go. <laughs> but yeah, I I really like the new Fifty Two in general. Like I think back at it when it's almost over. We have a couple days left, and well, actually, it's over. We already had the books last week. Um. No, actually, and then, again, this is the craziest thing is some of it will overlap, and that's yes. nonsense. But we'll say that it's ending on Wednesday, coming out Wednesday. But just thinking back, yeah, when we get to the bad books and the ugly, I'll have a lot of shit to yell about. But in general, I think back, and I'm like, you know what? I really like it. I yeah, like it cool. a lot. It's like a, you know having a kid that keeps getting in trouble. You still love him, kind of. You Remember know. back when he was young? Some of these well, kids are in this house. I mean, I've had enough. Before I was ashamed to, to call my son. Send them the fucking the, the armed forces or something. There you go. I'll you know, get them straight they don't want out. That. Uh, but yeah, even you, Reggie, you said you came back for the new Fifty Two. I did. I, I was I was kind of reading a bunch of trades and uh, sort of staying on the fringes. But when the new Fifty Two happened, uh, I've told the story last time. There was a girl at work who had a crush on me and gave me all the number ones. Crazy. And uh, I don't can you believe it, but. Uh, and I remember thinking, oh, I kind of want to read some more of these. And next thing I know, I fucking was getting stacks of comics every week. Yeah, um, that's weird. I, so. at, at my work, there was a uh, girl I had a crush on me and kept telling me about Grant. Wait a minute. That was Eric. That was oh. Eric. <laughs> I'm a pretty uh, girl, though. Yes. Very pretty. No, and I remember even Eric and me would talk. And then the, the whole thing with Alan Scott came out that he was going to be gay uh, in the uh, Earth 2 book. and. Mm-hmm. Right away, everybody came up to Eric. Oh, I heard Green Lantern's gay. Eric just doesn't say, uh, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, diversity's great. No. Oh, no, no. You calm down, guys. There's no, more no. than one Green Lantern. There's the sectors. And these people I gave those fuckers stuff. a history lesson. <laughs> and the one guy just walked away laughing. Uh, yep, he's gay. Ah, laughing it up. Wow. <laughs> I slashed his tires. mom even <laughs> got a hold of him. So they, I, I heard your Green Lantern's gay. But that was... The big thing with me and Eric, we would talk and talk. I wasn't getting any of the books, but we were talking about them. And then we, the New 52 was coming, and we said we jumped in around the zero-year event, yeah. right? Zero issue. Yeah. Zero issue. Yeah. Zero S- issue. September 2012. And so yeah, we were the next year. Uh, we were talking, and we were going to get into it. And Eric's like, okay, I, I think I'm going to go buy some books. His buddy owns a shop. 
And Eric said, I just don't want to get uh, team-up books. I want to get just individual characters. We get, And we went on. I think we went on the Wikipedia, and I just read down the, the things. I, I re- initially, I picked up Earth 2, Hawkman, and Batman and Robin. Yeah, but two of them are team. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting team books. And it was Earth 2 that got Eric in. He's like, fuck it, I'm going. Those are the heroes I always like. I want to get that. And we went down the list, and it was, again, they had those categories, the extreme, or what was it the called? Edge. I always forget. The edge. Of right, voodoo. right. Oh, voodoo. Young and Justice. Himself, Young some Justice. Of these books, some of these really bad books had already been canceled by the yep. time it kind of went to go. Static uh, Shock, Mr. Yeah, Terrific. Like the first ones that I grabbed were Talking Aquaman, um, uh, Frankenstein, Age in the Shade, and Nightwing were the yeah. three that kind of were the big ones that I grabbed right away. And I really liked them. I really liked them. I kept coming in, and I got real excited about it because there was an Aquaman book, uh, and Jeff Johns did it. And so that that was a really good one to start with, too. It was, yeah. And really, I was so non-connected that Aquaman really wasn't a joke to me. I didn't care Aquaman either way. And then I realized, you know, looking into it, that he, he was a joke. And But that was yep. a really good book. I really, really liked it. I liked the Frankenstein book. I thought that was great. And what I, I really liked book. about the New 52 was there was there really was a diversity of books. Uh, you know, every If you liked fucking war stories, you had two books. Yeah. <laughs> that was definitely my favorite thing in the first year was they, they did so many crazy books. Yeah. And frankly, it probably was not a great business plan. No. Probably but it was a great Reggie plan because I, like I, I love – yeah. But here's the thing, though, is I love they, that, you though. say that, but the people who really like caught on with it, I think that was a good plan – Overall, just that if I go there now, again, the choices are crazy, but I didn't get bat. It's weird that I didn't go and get Batman yeah, or super cast a wide net and you have a chance of getting yeah, someone that you normally get later on. I got dial H and, and yeah. uh, yep. even shit like that. Now, once the, the podcast or the podcast, the site started, then all bets were off because we were trying to get every book. So we weren't really picking and choosing what we liked and didn't like. But up until then, it, it was Fun. I like to go, and then I even it with Eric. Like, hey, Hawk and Dubby. Instead of now, when it's a slug. Yeah, well, even Rebirth. <laughs> Rebirth starting. It definitely does not have a lot of diverse books. You have your basic no. books. Oh yeah, that's very vanilla. But hopefully that makes it so that they can kind of reel it in and, and give us good stories. I but, mean, in, in a perfect world, people would go to the comic shop and they would pick up various comic books based on their personal interests and it would be you know a comic book about car maintenance and a comic book about romance and a comic book about horror but in reality people go to get their superheroes yeah and you know what i'll even say to you we even talked about it earlier uh when we were doing a thing for the regular podcast that dc is very reactionary and really jumps on things that other people have already done years before at least (laughs) rebirth though they're going with their you know their bread and butter it's yeah, right. at least Marvel only did this, you know, like four or five months ago. So there, yeah. so it's almost, well, and, almost. And and what really is, it's funny you say that. The only thing that I read that uh, actually jumped out of me like that is DC loves to have events. And I even told you, I wish that they had a month long rebirth event, which was the rebirth number one, the Jeff Johns. Maybe even have that a couple issues and all of the character rebirths. So then when June hits. 
you have all the things. Boom. You have every character. Every book is going to come out sometime in June. Uh, but I heard I don't know much about Marvel, but they said this is more of a mo- Marvel model where the stuff is staggered throughout the whole summer. Yeah, and things. Yep. I don't like that. I really Here don't. I, I think that it, it hurts when people head into the store and say, like, hey, I want to get that Batgirl book. Oh, that doesn't come out till August. Oh, and yeah. Then, oh, well, really? And maybe that'll get you to get something else. But again, if it's me, I'm like, OK, I'm not coming back in August. Off. By or, August, or- I'm fucking doing something else. Or even worse, you go to the store, you're like, hey, I want to read Teen Titans. Well, am I going to get Teen Titans Go? Am I going to get Teen yeah, Titans like, yeah. like Pack, Rebirth? Am I going to get Titans yeah, Rebirth? Like, like you know? said, Teen like, Titans carries over. The new 52 one carries over for a couple issues. Yeah, it is crazy. I, so I really don't little... think things are as planned as they like to say. Yeah. Uh, but we're here to talk about the new 52. And we're going to start off with the the good the top books and who did i say was going to go first now eric just to let you know we're going to do all three of our picks each in a row so you if it's you want to make it eric eric Eric, what are your top three best books well i'm going to start this off with justice league because when we were talking about this before i was not going to put justice league because in my mind that is just a gimme you're like there ain't no damn gimmies yeah, That's how you I sound. Said, there's no, yeah. This isn't like, you know, talking it, about what's your favorite Led Zeppelin song and you don't say <laughs> Stairway to Heaven because you don't want to look like Lane. <laughs> Come on, dude. No, it is, it's cashmere. Yeah. It's damn right it's cashmere. That's what Robert Jesus. Plant says. So. But no, Justice League, from beginning to where we are right now, Jeff Johns' entire run has been epic. Even the Trinity War, which never even really panned out all that well, mm-hmm. it put all those characters together. You bought it because of that. And even if it didn't pan out, it was still cool as hell. Yeah. There has yeah. not been a down it's moment in this epic. book. And even when they are individual issues, like I think it was issue seven when the Green Arrow showed up, he wanted to be a part of the team. No, no, no. Yeah, Hilarious. That was, a great, that was a great issue. Issue 12 when Superman and Wonder Woman first kissed. That was fucking – I could not get that issue. I think I had the third run printing of that issue because of how much it sold. Wow. Yeah, it, I, I'd agree with that. I think it's been a solid run throughout, you know, and even when, even when it dips – like, for example, I would say the Injustice arc with Lex Luthor right after Forever Evil. Oh, right, right. Well, that wasn't the top best one, but I still had a great time with it. I and enjoyed you know, the hell out of it. I always go back. Uh, that's the book that we say that Eric, little Eric Shea would get because you get, you get your best bang. Did. You get yeah. every yeah. character. So if you're, if you're a fan of Batman, Green Lantern, you get it. You get, though that's one thing that was odd when Green Lantern kind of disappeared for That really pissed me off. It. Yeah, that was a, an odd decision to have him kind of leave the book, but yeah, especially since there's fucking five Green Lanterns. You know, yeah, you really. On the damn team, give me a break. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. But indeed. no, I, I love the Justice League all the way through. Even like the the weakest point in my mind was the Amazo virus. That's right. That wasn't that great. I did not care for that. But you give me any book that has all our fucking major heroes, it's going to be at the top of my list every time, <laughs> except for JLA. Step for that fucking new JLA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, you want to get that. It has every hero in it. it even does. has Green Lantern. It's fucking garbage, though. But no, Justice League is fucking solid all the way through. My number two pick. Anybody else got anything for Justice League? No. Nope. Uh, like you said, uh, the art and then the story. And Jeff Johns is killed. Yeah. It's weird going into Rebirth that he doesn't have a book except that, that Rebirth number one. And yeah. I'm telling you, I am going to be reviewing the Justice League going forward. You're, you gave it to me, and I have Brian Hitch, and I'm not looking forward to it. What do you think of that? What do you think uh, of that, little Eric I'm not, Shea? I'm not looking forward to it either, because <laughs> Brian Hitch ruined me with that JLA. Yeah, yeah. But uh, number two is the Earth 2 James Robinson run. 
this was an epic goddamn run. This is what brought me back to comics because like we, Jim was talking about, I bailed on the new Fifty Two for about a year there until the Zero issue came out, and, and I heard the like announcement. A, yeah, the bunch of it, other books were Earth Two well. was going to be re- uh, released. And I'm like, you know what? I love the Golden Age years and the idea of them being reimagined as younger people. I, I totally gravitated toward it. I went to the comic book shop. I picked that up. I ended up picking up World's Finest because I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great companion piece. Yeah. And everything snowballed from there. Then my freaking, you know, weekly charges at the comic book shop were like 150 bucks. Oh, my God. Every week he would come into work and I'm like, oh, how much you spend? And it started out like $40. And yeah. even that to me was like, holy Insane. crap. And then all of a sudden it was like 150, sometimes 210 dollars. Really, you only work two days a week. Man, where's this money coming from? I'm a trust fund kid. What do you want? There you go. Like holy crap! But yeah, he was great. And and you want to talk about what you said, Reggie, about people who oh you know they got on the new 52, and yeah they may not have stuck with DC, but they went. Uh, Eric was getting six gun gorilla. He was, oh yeah, I love that, that book. Anything that sound to him sounded cool. And I was oh, I was I was Spider-Man. Because I would go online, and I'm like, oh, do you hear about this, Eric? Because we would go to the top of Roundup. That was like number, like right away we would go, and I'd see reviews. I'm like, you ever hear of this? Uh, That sounds neat. It does sound neat. For me, you know, now that I'm doing digital for, you know, mainly because it's easier to, you know, review and get shit for the site. I go to the comic store maybe once, twice a month now. But when I went every week, I always got stuff outside of my pull list. That's all part of the fun to go through and see what's 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 there. What's crazy? I'm telling you, a goddamn gorilla on an alien planet with a fucking six gun. That's amazing. Well, you want to see what's going on there. But but Earth 2, you know, I I agree. uh, And and I got to say, I'm very heartened by the fact that you were willing to go give it a look as as a JSA fan. Because a lot of JSA fans, that's why they dropped the new 52. Really was, was because that it they weren't re-imagined. keeping they reimagined the uh, these Earth Two heroes. I thought they did a good job. The only my only uh, comment about James Robinson's run was that it just seemed to never really take off and go anywhere. You know what I mean? It well, was he, they were always assembling a team. They seemed to be assembling a team the whole time. I'm sad they're still trying to assemble a team. It still yeah. feels like, yeah, but I'm totally. telling you, his run went, never came to, to where it was supposed to be because. He had problems with DC and left, and Tom Taylor took over and did a fine job taking yeah. over from where Robinson left off and trying to making it his own thing. It just didn't have the same feel to me as when I first started reading the book. And I'm telling you, I like the fact that Flash is now like Mercury was the father of Wonder Woman in this world, and then he was dying and gave freaking Jay Garrick his powers, and that the like uh, Alan Scott was made up of the green and had his engagement ring as yeah. the ring. I'm like, that was this awesome. is amazing yeah, storytelling like too. Uh, the one thing I did read uh, when I heard people's complaints about the New 52, and one of those was kind of what Reggie was saying, but it went in general, is that most of the DCU became younger and um, less experienced. And that yeah. was one of the things that even Dan DiDio in an interview this past week said that that was a mistake, that they shouldn't have done that, that people want their – you know, even Batman. They want their Batman being Batman. And right. Not, uh, Superman especially. Superman yeah, definitely. started. Definitely. And, yeah, you, and you had different that's, books That's the with person I periods. think of when you say that is Superman. Yeah. When you he know, had the, the jeans and, and that stuff. Well, that was action comics, which was okay to me because yeah. we had action comics, which I, actually, I didn't read because yeah. I didn't care for the younger Superman. But it Superman. still was still even so. Everybody was not – not even just not experienced, but you had all these stories of them trying to get – I don't know. But and, that, that, and, really, and really what it was is that just perpetually losing. Just even when yeah. they win, they're losing. And, and I think – in, at the core of it, 
you know, there's got to be some conflict. There's got to be a, a loss in, initially, but they got to come back and they got to fucking win. Yeah, well, it's Superman, like, never really, it's always, you used to make, like, the difficult choice and, you know, live, the lesser live of two evils. Guilt. Yeah, he's always choosing, yeah. exactly, lesser of two evils. Yeah. And it's, that's not really a heroic story, you know what no. I mean? We want it to be more like victory, so. Well, even like the action with uh, Grant Morrison, things were going nowhere. That, and that was a crazy was goddamn all over story. The place. It really it was. was. All over the place. It was so weird. <laughs> People I have a had landlady speed force power, wishes. and yeah, the landlady that granted wishes. Remember, so he had because they he lost his identity, and he he wished. I'm for Johnny Clark, and, the yeah, firefighter. Johnny Clark. Oh my goodness, what can I put that in my ugly? Uh, oh, God. What, uh, what else, Eric? About Earth? Uh, Earth Two is an amazing run. It brought me back to comics. If it wasn't for Earth Two, there probably wouldn't be any of this. And I will always hold this run of this book above anything else because. I've always wanted it to get back to this, and it never has. Oh, it's just God. slowly gone downhill ever since. Boy, has it never has. I mean, oh. you know, <laughs> you talk about a book that fucking spun off into the bullshit. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I uh, don't know what's going on. That, that, Earth, that, 2, oh Earth 2 died with the weekly forever, I think. It, it did. Was, it's like, goodbye. Yeah. Tony, I like Tom Taylor's run, but it just started the bullshit, honestly. It never stopped, and that's why I always have James Robinson's run above anything else. Fucking Dark Side was, was attacking Earth 2 for like eight months. It was ridiculous. It was like, what the hell? That's a big-ass battle. Just consume yeah. the planet already. Yeah, you know, Just, just, just it. eat it up. What is your number one, Eric? My number one is Batman and Robin issues 1 through 18. Tomasi's original run of Batman and Robin before Grant Morrison said, you can't play with my toys anymore, Damien's dead. Blam! Which totally fucking put a kibosh on that book. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I, I loved it. I'm telling you, I hated Damian Wayne. Like, everybody talks about uh, Dick Grayson's time as Batman and how they love Bat uh, Dick and Damian as the dynamic duo. I was never a fan just because Dick never seemed like Batman to me. Like, reading the dialogue, it's just Dick in the Batman costume. And he always, like, the way they drove me came off way too thin. He just wasn't Batman to me. And Damien was just that little fucking punk that I could not stand. Now we fast forward, though, when I got out of comics back to the New 52, I started picking up all the Batman and Robins, the back issues I missed. This book made me love Damien Wayne. Yeah. yeah he I became my so. little pumpkin-headed boy. Yeah. yeah. We Collecting him. animals and everything. He's like, really acting like a little so 10-year-old much. kid. Yeah. God, it was so good. And then I, fucking Grant Morrison ruined it for me. Well, even then, I remember when we heard, uh, I don't know if we heard a spoiler or something ahead where we heard he was going to get killed off. Yeah. And boy, we were like, holy crap. And then that issue came. And I remember when we were in work and we we're like, oh, my God. And then the next day, that's all we could talk about. All I mean, day you, we were talking. Yeah, you got to think, when they, before the new 52, when Grant Morrison introduced Damian Wayne, people were fucking nuts. They were like, yeah. oh, yeah. They were like, no way, you can't just start, you know, cranking out new Waynes. That's bullshit. But and, uh, so it, it was a it was a long road to try to bring yeah. Damien into you know people's good graces. Uh, the funny thing I'm thinking about it now is there's another podcast out there, and when Damien got killed, that was the start of our joke of the emergency podcast. Which oh, yeah. is they had one. <laughs> they had. And I thought, boy, that is so pretentious. Emergency <laughs> podcast. Emergency. Was all, it always was a joke. This emergency podcast nonsense. Yeah. But yeah, uh, boy, I love Damien too, and I I do like it. And yeah, it, I think that Tomasi had to freaking make do with what he had. He seems that in the whole New Fifty Two, he's had to do this. Uh, he's because, a team yeah, player, that Tomasi for and sure. That, the book was selling 
uh, going. Everybody loved it. And then, yeah, the character got killed. And then this Pat- was, what's it? I said this was the best Batman book, in my opinion. And they had to go and cancel it after fucking shit tons. I'm telling you, after issue 18, we got into Batman and Catwoman, yeah, Batman, Batman and, and Dick Grayson yeah. and all that shit. And it was terrible. And then the final couple issues, we Batman brings Damien back, and then the book is canceled. I'm like, are you kidding me? We just got back to where we needed to be. What are you doing? And it was yeah, getting and, really good right there, too. God, that, that when he goes to Apocalypse, holy shit, best arc. Yeah. When he goes to save his son, was I that even, a Batman? And the Hell Bats, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was when, that. When Damien came back with powers, I thought that that was supposed to go longer. I thought that was going to be one of those with a, uh, you know, he had finally gotten Damien to calm down. And you know, try and all of a sudden, Damien has powers. Remember when even that? Oh yeah, Eric. Remember that when he went and he was just gathering up fucking criminals. So we would come in then. But, oh, it's so good now. And we were thinking about what he could do and what he couldn't do. And then even then, it seemed like they were like, no, we we don't yeah. really want that. And he cut he cut a fart and, and lost his powers. Or yeah, something. yeah. I, I well, because you know what happened right after that. What's that? Convergence. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was what it was. And just that's like what led to that. The shit. And I really did. I enjoyed it. I actually have the trade, that last trade downstairs, and I was going through it uh, a little bit ago. And I was like, man, I really like that. I really like the idea of him all of a sudden now Batman's got to control him again. And now yeah. he's got superpowers that Batman does not have. And I thought that was such an awesome little thing. And no, it, yeah, Convergence. I, fuck I, it. I, I guess they were like, fuck it. We don't want it. I know we're getting off of uh, Eric's original, you know, the, the original run, but that I really, I remember when he went to, uh, he started in Nanda Parbat and ended up on Apocalypse to get his son back. I so remember, I, was that Tomasi too though? I know yeah. Gleason drew that, right? Yeah. And uh, I remember like going into it, I was like, it was like so many books in the in the new Fifty Two where I was like, I'll buy one, I'll buy the first issue and probably won't give a shit. And I just found it so huh. over the top and fun. I. Yeah. I Remember and Batman honest, was screwing people over to get there, and oh, yeah, so good. Do whatever he had to do, they oh, screwed yeah. Cyborg over to get there. Yeah, Remember Cyborg was there. Cyborg got fucked so bad. And even having the rest of the Bat family with the Robin costume was Robin awesome. Costume, yeah. oh, I loved it so much. I, I, I have to say that might be my favorite. I, I really would have. Actually, I'd have I would to do say a that if, if we really would go, and I would say with you, you cut out those stupid That's Batman and that, Aquaman. I, that, and Batman and like, that stuff, I think that was them trying to scramble to figure out what yeah. to do, keep the yeah. book going. It, that was all filler. Addendum and, then. Issues 1 through 18 yeah. and then whatever the issues were at After the end that, of that I last think it was arc. Like okay, so we just cut out that, one, that little bit. Because I'm telling you, that yeah. Aquaman As long as it's Batman awful. and Robin, it was good. Yeah. Mm. Batman and Aquaman was so bad. All that. Ch- and, of course, that's when the sites – and somehow – I don't know why I ended up reviewing those. Because I, I was did out. those. Those were like some of my first reviews. That yeah. bat, that Batman Catwoman, which wasn't that bad, uh, but I think that also was the one where they introduced Carrie Kelly. Uh, oh was, yeah, oh, right, was right, right, right. One, and they kind of teased with that. And, and again, that even that shows. Made me angry. Well, even that—that that was, was like. Stupid. Remember the nineteen, the the uh, what if covers and, and yeah. that crazy ass shit. It was so oh, much. No, WTF certified. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just shit. yeah, that was like. I don't know. Even then, I was like, holy, we had only been seven months into actually, like, eating. <laughs> we hadn't even really started the site. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing here? And that it just, they, they've had some weird moments during the New 52. But, yeah, that little bit of a, a blip where Batman was teaming up with everyone and basically not getting anywhere. 
Yeah, so, it didn't uh, really didn't really do anything. I think that that was just the editorial saying we gotta calm down. We got we or uh, we gotta extend this a little before yeah. and see what we're gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna be really shocked if not by January if we don't have a Batman and Robin rebirth. Maybe, but it's actually they already have said that uh, Duke is already gonna be pretty much. I think he's gonna be Robin in both All Star Batman. And uh, the regular Batman. And Damien is I, on the Titans now, yeah, right? That's, and yeah. it's on the Titans and in Super Sons. So yeah. I don't. I just said I want a Batman and Robin book. Yeah, I don't think it's my favorite Batman book. I don't think there will be only because they're already going to have a Robin in two books. It seems. So what are you? But are you saying Duke wouldn't count? Is that what you're saying, Jim? No, I'm saying that Duke is already going to be. <laughs> Why? Robin the what? Bat- what I about? Think, what I'm like, wondering is what about Duke? Makes you think he doesn't count as a robin. Well, no. <laughs> what is different about Duke? I think it's a skill set. Uh, One of these things is not like yeah, the other. I can't, I can't Actually, no. The more of what they're it. saying is too. I don't know if you read that article I sent you, Reggie, where they were saying that, like, say the Batman book itself, that they tried to get these books like a uh, Gotham by Midnight and yep. all these other books, and instead they're going to have them all just in the Batman book. Instead, they're going to have, like, instead of having these separate books all over the place, it's all going to take place in that main book that comes out twice a month. And I think that's where you're going to see Robin, I don't think. And, yeah, I and it might be Duke. I don't know. I'm against him now. Now that you uh, <laughs> open up my eyes, I'm against that kid. Now, the hey, only thing I... like get a Batman and Robin together, I'll be happy. The only thing I don't like about Duke is he just seems to be too good. He knows everything, that guy. He is awesome. He is better he's than every Robin. He's point. every yeah. Robin tied in the, you know, rolled up in the one. Rolled up in the one. Yeah. Well, those are my good picks right there, boys. What are yours, Reggie? My picks are number three, All-Star, Section 8, the mini that came out last summer with the DCU. Probably had the most fun overall from issue one to issue six. Uh, I thought it was, you know, we talked about this last week, of course, but there were three books of the same bent at the exact same yes. time. You had yep. Batbite, uh, Bizarro, mm-hmm. and then this book, which was sort of like these characters interacting with members of the DCU. This was far and away the best one, the most oh, consistent yeah. Yeah. one. It had its own, because it had its own internal humor that didn't rely on, you know, do-do-do, booster yep. gold, we're going to make your suit dark, or whatever the yeah, fuck it was, yeah. you know. <laughs> like, you know, if nothing if nothing else, looking Where's at six... Where's Gridlock? Hey, Gridlock! six-pack really was always going to be gross as hell, yeah. and they were always going to make you sick to your stomach. Fucking Bueno ex, uh, Excellent. Excelente is always going to be great. So... God, I love him so much. Yeah, I, he might be I my favorite assume. character in all of the new Fifty Two. I love. Oh him. yeah. As we, as we, uh, as you He's know, that, that was one of the first things. <laughs> that was one of the first things I reviewed for the site, and you gave it to me after issue yeah. four, right, Jim? The Wonder uh, Woman. I think yeah, the Wonder yes. Woman one. I and didn't like as much. Was, that probably that was the the uh, the guts and Bueno Excelente. Yeah, marriage. It was and, the marriage. Yep. So that was that was important for their both. Yes, but and but I, even with that one being the worst of the six. I still thought it was funny. Yeah, I, I like, think even no, the I worst, thought... I say the worst, I think I still gave it like a seven. I think you did, seven, yeah. Something like that. Seven. But I said, you really loved it. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't want to not like it uh, because I did. You know, it's hard yeah. to say. I didn't want to have it, oh, look at him. Because I did think it was good. I just kind of was getting a little you know, overwhelmed with other books. So I gave it to you. And I thought it was great. I'm, I just keep thinking of Bueno the one time when he was in the, <laughs> in the fucking men's room and his his eyes were sticking over the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the best. I, I, 
You mean uh, the men's room where he and Guts had their honeymoon? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, and, so uh, good. Oh, it, was, it was good. And even so, we say that, and now they have the Harley Little Black Book. Same deal. Same it story. Is. But even now, like Harley, oh, my God, it's over the top, whatever. It's nothing like uh, no. Section 8. That was, no. And that threw me. I had no connection with anything with that. And I, read yeah, I, really, no, I didn't really know about I know it came from that old Hitman book, hilarious. but I never read that, so I didn't really have a connection. Yeah, me either. And it so was, I loved, I liked yeah. the art. It looked like Mad Magazine. Yeah. It, nope. was, Crack, it was solid. Crack solid. Magazine, you say? Uh, right. <laughs> but yeah. Now, on, t- on top of it looking like Mad Magazine, though, it also looked like in Ren and Stimpy when you'd get them close-up yeah. shots of the yeah. characters the and how over-the-top gross. Really and hairy even, and full of I boogers. I think when we first got it, I got the so first, good. and I said to Eric, you got to re- – it's so over-the-top crazy and dis- – it really – it didn't shock me. But it kind of did that they they allowed what they were letting. And when the reviews came out, I think, like, the first couple issues, I had, like, nine, five. Like, I loved it. They finally wrote a book for weird science. Yeah, (laughs) that's how it seemed. I think I even put it in the review, like, boy, this book is right down our alley. But you'd have reviews for these books. It'd be like 10, 9, 5, 9, 4. For, yeah. It was there was no middle. You either loved it or hated it, true, and we loved true. it. And I think that a lot of people, when they came to the site, I would say that All Star Section Eight probably gave us a pretty big amount of people <laughs> that would come because we liked it, and that was the, like, hey, if they like this humor, I'm in. And yeah. Mikey yeah. likes it. I mean, really, I read, like you said, that was the first book that we kind of gave you, or I gave you. Yeah, uh, I think Harley Quinn Power Girl was the first one, yeah. but this was this was like the second or it was it was very early yeah. and uh, oh, it shows great. that I'm of the same six sensibility. Yeah, so yeah, we were, we were. I loved it. You know, the trade doesn't come out, but I I intend on placing that on, I, on my that's shelf. That's the one thing about the the trade has not come out yet. Isn't that weird? Like it's it's, it's now it's been so, over a year, almost a year. So delayed on stuff like that. That's one thing that I wish that they would learn. Like they they copy from everyone else for other things. Like those I I heard those image trades, those fucking things. Oh, I think they come out before the book. Yeah, they get it well, right out there. I know you guys are fascinated by the publishing industry, but if you want to know the reason why DC is so delayed with their yes, books, I would like because. Roughly five or six years ago, they had a uh, at, at a book conference. Barnes and Noble asked all of these comic companies and the representatives of the comic companies to please stagger their trade yeah. releases so that they could, you know, have more time to sell on the shelf. But nowadays, and, just listen to the Barnes and Noble. And D- well, that's like DC is the only company that listened to them. Yeah, really? I mean, all, the other, all the other companies were like, "Fuck you." Barnes and Noble. That's what I say. I'm like, I'm like, you do. do the Walden right. Books had something to say about yeah, this. Really, fucking. So did e- Electronics Boutique at Borders. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, games I mean, and gadgets. They should be doing what's right by their own books, and and yeah. it would be right to put out trades yeah, sooner. When, when, but whatever. Again, yeah. Somebody like you said about like, you know you made a joke, but you you finish up. Somebody just jumps on. They read the last issue of something, or they do. They want to go get the trade, or like you, you're waiting. There there yeah. are some books that you do trade wait. And you gotta wait forever. Gotta wait forever for these stupid. And you things. hear us talking about it all the time. You fucking Omega Man. When's that waiting coming? Is, You've been waiting, waiting for that. Waiting is the hardest trade. part. Yes, it is. But yeah, Omega Man, you're you're gonna get in trade. You're That's trading. my plan. Yeah, I think it comes out in July. Yeah. But I'm actually I now that I think about it, I might be wrong because I know it got kind of pushed. Isn't the, isn't the last issue out next week or something? Uh, yeah, this next yeah. week. Yes. So yeah, I That's bet you it does come out it. in July. I bet you it comes out in September yeah. at earliest. We'll see. Yeah. 
So you get all these people where you, you want the trade to at least like your trade winning, but you hear people talking about it. You want to at least read some of it. I want to play too. Yeah, yeah I want to get involved. That's true. Let me see. Let me see what the release date is on this sucker. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about it. Yes. Oh, that says August, but okay. you know these things. They're don't liars. Change. They change. That's what right. What is your second best book? My number two, and this is a. I'm a longtime fan of this character. It's the character that brought me into the DCU and superhero comics is Swamp Thing. Uh, I loved Swamp Thing all throughout the, the New 52, whether it was written by Scott Snyder, and then especially when it was picked up by Charles Soule. Yeah. Uh, I, I consider Charles Soule's run to be the second best run ever in the history of Swamp Thing. Next uh, to Scott Snyder's? Yeah, you know, definitely. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I did like Scott Snyder. Yeah, it was, it was I thought okay. it did a lot. I thought his connection with Jeff Lemire's Animal Man yeah. did, a, did a lot to expand the ideas of the red and the green. I mean, I don't think Animal Man ever had a red before this, come to think of it. I think that I don't think just, so. I think that was introduced for this. I and really Charles like Soul kicked the door open on that shit and just added yeah. like machines, you know, they, bitches. The machines. machines and fungus and, and <laughs> yep. ideas. I mean it became like it became the same thing as what happened with the lantern rings. Pretty yep. much. And so, uh, yeah, I said that. That's what it reminded makes... me of. And I told Eric that right away. And I I tried to get that out there so that I could be credited for that <laughs> uh, that sentiment, but uh, yeah. it didn't happen. But uh-uh. I said uh, this is a weird Swamp Thing's a weird book because where we always say our business plan was to review everything. That was one of the books that we kind of kind of was on the way. So like we did not. And then I was like, fuck it. Swamp Thing was a hard book to jump into. Yeah, and I was like, like, fuck it. I I read a, I read read up to it to where it was, and it was when Charles Soule was on where we started reviewing it, and I loved it. And I said to Eric, like, holy shit. Like, it, even the Scott Snyder, when I was trying to catch up, get to that, I was like, this is really good. But then once I got to the Charles Soule shit, it blew me away. I was like, yeah. holy crap, this is one of my – it became one of my favorite books. Uh, the only reason I don't put it is because I, I really didn't – I don't know. I could have put that on my list, but because of the Scott Snyder stuff and also because I uh, – I like other books better, but uh, but yeah. I, and, one thing you'll say is this book had three main artists, all of them, you know, Raphael Albuquerque, Yannick Banquet, mm-hmm. and Jesus Saez. Saez was the guy who was, that was my when favorite. I jumped on. That was the main guy, yeah, for Charles Soule. So good. But all of them, I mean, to, to a one, awesome artist. So they rendered him so well, you know, and, yeah. and, and so intricately. It's just a quality, you know, you, you would not hurt yourself to get – Oh. The whole run from the new yeah. 52. Oh, great. I know that really Manship, Manship went and got the whole thing. And oh, really? Loved well, it. Loved it. And then I see, he actually said, like, he had gotten done that. And, oh, you know, is there anything else? And I right away, I, you, you should read Animal Man. It ties in. You yeah. Know, and he loved that as well. And that almost made my list, Animal Man. Yeah. Uh, then you should read some Fragastine Age of the Shade because they have really? a lot world deal. And that really tied in too. I and remember, then he turned into Reggie. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. And there's there's a weird deal on our site where I was reading Swamp Thing and reviewing it, and I actually gave the book to Eric and only to force him to read it. Yeah. And it wasn't anything to do with like I don't want it, I don't like it. I just said, you know what? You should do it. I think something well, I can't Back then, we were, we were just doing our books. We weren't talking about yeah, it we on weren't the podcast. About our so if we weren't reading it, there was, uh, reviewing it, there was no point nope. to pick it up. There's yeah. a lot of if books. If you weren't that all that interested. Yeah. A lot of books. Like Earth 2. I have not yeah. read James Robinson's run. I, no. I haven't. I really didn't have to. And uh, because we weren't doing a podcast, we were talking about We were just doing our reviews individually, doing our thing. And, yeah, uh, at that one point, I said to Eric, you got to read Swamp Thing. It's so good. And he jumped on. He loved it. I, yeah. It's such a good book. And it this really was, was Charles it was just a great ending. Yeah. 
And, you know, Charles Soule's signed exclusive with Marvel kind of like... It really killed us six or seven. Yeah, me too, but six oh, or yeah. seven months, six or seven months from the end of it, but they let him, and I think by his request, finish his Swamp Thing. Yeah. He had a vision. Yeah, I, I, he had an he, idea of the way the story yeah, was going to go, and he was also, allowed to complete it. It has to be one of those where he's under contract for those books, right? And they have to, like, hey, if you want to buy him out or whatever. But Maybe, just, you know, the, uh, I, it, it could have gone either way, because he wasn't exclusive to no. these, you know? So... Yeah. Uh, whatever yeah. it was, though, it's 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 a really well paced, well written run, and yeah, I reckon. At least, I don't know what year it was, but he was uh, our uh, writer of the year on the site when we had our year end awards. One of the years it was he yeah, was it. the last year, and, and the then the next it. thing we heard was he was gone. Yeah, next yep. year he was the traitor of the year. And you really, yeah. sons of uh, bitches. For the most part, everybody I hear has not been that hip with him at Marvel either. That His Star back, Wars, Charles. His Star Wars stuff has been good. His, yeah. Poe Dameron and uh, yeah, that actually he did another Star Wars thing, but yeah, his uh, I you know Daredevil. I don't know why we're going deep into this, but Daredevil no, but just... is my favorite Marvel character. I loved Mark Wade and Chris Samney's run. Yeah. That's I have not. I, I haven't read uh, the new Daredevil with Charles Soule since issue five. It just oh, does, doesn't click. Just doesn't do it for you. Yeah, I I love Charlie's freaking uh, take on the Red Lanterns. That was my oh, yes, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, he, he goes by Charlie, book, right? He took that book from the most stupid, annoying, weird shit to just one of the coolest yeah, books. I hated the Red Lanterns book before he took over. I loved it, man. The biker gang, man. And, and, so and, good. And uh, what's his name? Testicle Face. I love oh, that. Uh, Zillia Zox. Yeah. I mean, all, it was, all those guys. Like, I didn't give a shit about it at all. Well, and it's like, funny, four, too. Uh, that's like, the other one. I'm like shedding a tear for the... Uh, yeah. Uh, Pentacle brain guy. When like, Sox died, it was like people went nuts because they made him such a great character. And I even remember Eric coming in, and I, I don't know, in my mind, it, you must have brought in some issues because that's when you were still getting them print. I would. I think I took a picture. Either that, but he brought Eric. He brought in the one, and it was just Zilius getting upset at the cube. And they were oh, upset yeah. at each other, and it made me laugh so hard. And then I started reading it. And it was that pretty really good. Is. But yeah, it was like they they had their separate worlds, the cube and the, the circle. Do, do you remember when Skylox and Zillia Zox came to Earth with Guy Gardner, and he's like he tells them basically like, go go sightsee while I yeah. talk to uh, Jade or, or oh, I'm sorry to Ice, and uh, so they're going around, they're just like looking at the Grand Canyon, they're like next, they're looking at the Eiffel Tower, and they go to the Red Sea, they're like this is the Red Sea, and Zillia Zox says we live in an actual <laughs> sea of blood, yes. you know like. <laughs> What is this, bro? This is a fucking in the water. Anyway, that I, I say, I, I dug all that, but somehow that turned into a weird love interest between Skalix and freaking Shadow Thief at the end of the run that, that never made weird. sense to yeah, me. That was straight. And they brought it back later on, too. Yeah. It was, it was a little weird, but uh, I had a great time. I mean, Charles Soule is a really talented writer. I love Letter 44 also and a lot of his other work. But his Swamp Thing, I think, was yeah. the, oh, one was of awesome. the Swamp Things ever I love the Machine Avatar. It was great. It was a brilliant, brilliant idea, brilliant use of it, and uh, well drawn. And I, everyone, go out and spend your hard. Yeah, uh, well, I'll tell you, I did, I was all digital from the minute we started. I always was digital, and the one that one issue, and I can't remember which one it was. We said this the last time we recorded this, but it's the one where all the serene are in a circle with their arms grabbing right. at a swamp thing. I yeah. went and bought that. 
That was the only, for the longest time, that was my only print issue that I owned was <laughs> that one issue. And yeah. I loved it because, yeah, I read it digitally. I'm like, holy crap. And we ended up, I don't know if it was one of those where we were at the free comic book day or we just happened to go there. And I saw him like, fuck it. I'm getting that. I love that, the art and that. And, yeah, the Jesus Saez was awesome. What is your number one there? Numero uno, the weirdest book of all, I think, from the new 52, Dial H. Yes. The book that no one, the book that should have been a Vertigo book. I thought this was. Yes. The book that I mean, only me and Reggie read. Probably, you know, <laughs> although I, it's got, it got an omnibus, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's one of my first books that I read, too. Written, written by China Mayville. I can't pronounce the name, but yeah. apparently is a well-known author. Yeah, I think yeah. Yes, books. A sci-fi author. And uh, drawn through the covers by Brian Boland. I mean, this this was a quality dense very interesting book it took it took probably one of the stupidest things ever considered <laughs> in comics this the hero dial yeah. and turns it into this mythical universe spanning idea of like different dials and okay. and and how people get these powers it it's really super well done and it's worth checking out the omnibus if you like strange comics if you're a vertigo fan it is strange yeah like the, this is it's definitely not Except for that one brief crossover with the Flash, with the Flash. Where, where Robbie Reed gets the Flash powers, uh, that really this should not never have been a DC book. This is a Vertigo book through and through that just happens to have like you know touching on superhero concepts. Uh, but if you if you dig Vertigo, if you've dug whatever, I'm trying to think of similar maybe Sandman, if you like stuff like that, it's a good chance you're gonna like Dial H. Yeah. You know, even even the characters, you know, Robbie Reed, a big fat slob, and He's then a the big slob. <laughs> And then the, uh, the the old woman who also knows about the dial, like yeah. they they got they had a romance. Yeah, that Gross. that theoretically should have been the grossest thing, but by the end, I was actually getting touched. I was like, "This is I'm kind of touching sweet, myself. you know, uh, hey, maybe a little bit." You know, gracious. I do like a little bit of that uh, that granny thing. porn. Uh, you yeah, like that granny porn on the gilf? You want that that uh, freaking Black Widow? What's her name? <laughs> Sally something. Sally. She has a crazy last name. Uh, but I, I I love Dial H, and I admit. Reggie always likes the weird comics, so yeah, it's a weird yeah. comic for your number it one. It doesn't to shock up. me. Look, yeah. look at this list. Look at Swamp Thing say- only, freaking uh, you know a six issue mini about guys that are uh, <laughs> disgusting. That's <laughs> just so weird because I remember when Jim started reading this book. I'm like Dial H. I vaguely remember that from before, and uh, I just liked looking at the covers though because yeah. I, I bought it. I think I bought an issue. And I paged through I'm like, yeah, this is not for yeah, me. I, but I told really love looking at the covers every month. And covers really, are incredible, yeah. And what I did was go through Wikipedia. I looked at all the titles, and I'm like, huh, Dial H, that sounds crazy. I looked up what it was about. I'm like, that sounds fucking nonsense. Then I went and bought it. Have you, have, have you gone back to look at any of the old Dial H for Heroes from the 70s? No. Actually, I may have way back. Like, just I think you might have. Yeah. And I don't – I even think at one point when we started the site, we were going to have like – you know, like a flashback to the old, and I was yeah, lost I, Yeah, and I never did. I'm talking like way back, but yeah, yeah. Um, I have not thought of Dial H <laughs> since <laughs> the last time we recorded this. But I did <laughs> like it. It was very quirky and it was funny. And yeah, I, I I like to come in and yell at Eric and you should have seen what happened. And there's a stove like guy with a fucking hat on that's there's like a stovepipe. Oh, I like, love that. that doing guy all crazy. Oh yeah, I forgot sleep. all about. It. And then later, like, they start combining them. Like, the dials yeah, go they, yeah. they, they start having nonsense, double heroes. Yeah. It's so crazy. The dial like, got broken and shit. And then it even, it even had a Villains Month issue with Dial E That's for right. Evil. Yeah, Dial E. It was, and in uh, fact, I believe I reviewed that. That might have been did. only. Was that the ending? 
Was that yes. how it ended? That was basically that was basically yeah. Yeah, the yeah. I think of it. I reviewed that because we reviewed every one of those and uh, almost except Man Bat. Eric did not do Man Bat. Refused uh, to do Man Bat. No, no it, I didn't. They, he never my got it. Shot never got <laughs> never it. Got uh, Man Bat. Sucks. Yeah, so we were out, and he was like, he was against digital I, then. I, I, I think I got it like three months later, and I still have never read it. Yeah. I think it's time to put that up there. You know, you <laughs> awesome. start to make good on that whole Man Bat. <laughs> Hello, weird science. I'm going to review Manbat. Yeah, and I'll tell you, if we were doing a site then and you were involved, Reggie, you would have been doing Dial H. There's no way me and Eric either would have. No, that's fine. I, I I know my niche. I know where yeah, I fit. Yeah, but again, it. that was what was cool about the new 52 at one point. You did yep. have stuff like that, and it was fun. And like you said, it. this should have been a Vertigo book, just like Animal Man Swap. They, if Vertigo kind of got ruined by everything being taken from it, yeah. putting it into the new 52, but... It, it, was, it did make things diverse. It was just so funny to me, though, because I kept up on Dial H just from Jim coming to work and telling me about every issue. Yeah. So when I was reading The Flash and they freaking pointed out, hey, my powers are gone. I'm like, oh, my God, they yep. actually went with it. And we're like, holy crap. And it's funny. I did talk to you. All. I can't remember anything about it. I might have to go back. I might have to get the omnibus. and, and wait <laughs> Because I, I don't really it, – it's funny. I remember the stovepipe. And I remember the flash powers. I don't. Yeah, you like don't, you don't remember the Native American? The uh, oh yeah, I guy, do. But they they See, were so embarrassed. Thing. You didn't I want couldn't to go tell out. you, but if you mention it, then I will remember it. Yeah. I, I, I had a lot of fun. I laughed a lot. Uh, oh yeah, hilarious. he told me all about it. And just because of just and again, it wasn't like a Section Eight hilarious. It was just hilarious what was going on and the yeah. whole the kind of uh, picking fun at the whole hero thing and the superhero conflicts and stuff like that. But yeah. I, before you switch, I also like to say honorable mention to Demon Knights. I thought that was a great concept. Yeah, people love that. Yeah, it, it had some great moments. I it, never it read was, an issue. I read it wasn't first, perfect. It wasn't perfect. I, I read I, the first arc. Whatever the first arc was, it was four or six issues. I read the probably. first one, and I really liked it. For me, I, for me, you know, I've never liked swords and sorcery shit. I never gave a shit about. Yeah, you didn't like Lord Amethyst. Lord. I'm not a big fan of Amethyst. Swords of sorcery. But I gotta, I gotta say, it worked. Uh, it was yeah. okay. Would have liked to see maybe a little more of it, but at the same time, not worth being on this list. So I'm saying, when that when that was coming out, I'm like, I paid to it at the comic book shop. I'm like, all right, this Vandal Savage, that's pretty cool. But you know what? If I want Vandal Savage at this point, I was going for DC Comics Presents with that serial killer one. Yeah, that was fucking amazing to me when that first came out. Well, and, and I know that it's a little late in the game to say this, but one of the things when me and Eric were talking, especially with uh, going into this list, a lot of these things are going to be skewed to when we started reading and reviewing oh, yeah. stuff for the site uh when we jumped in even that year later when we did jump in but then we t another year before we started the site and like eric said i didn't read everything he was doing he didn't and we didn't read a lot like everything we weren't reading everything so when we started the site uh, gradually we got to the point where yes every book that comes out each week we read so the, our list kind of is skewed a little later in the game mine especially really uh but yeah, even like a Dial H, I really did like. Um, but there's, you know, other things that people like it, Demon Knights. It, like it you came said, and went I read so the first soon, deal. it's hard. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the other things, like people might go on and on about whatever book, and there's some that we just did not read. We didn't go back uh, later and pick up. I did not read Grifter like or Voodoo. Static Shock. Yeah. But that's, and really what I'm saying uh, will come to play more in the bad spot. Because when before we started the site, yeah, but it's weird. The bad book, like people will go on, like, oh, my worst book is I don't voodoo. Uh, yeah. How many did you read? If it's that bad, why yeah. did you stick Terrific. with it? Or like, yeah, Mister Terrific or stuff like that. 
And it's just odd uh, to do that. And with us, it mainly will come where we had to, we forced ourselves to read and review. But, and that's the worst. Yep. And what I'm saying is that people might think that my picks are very generic. And I want to stop that from them <laughs> yapping at me because I'm going to go with my number three pick. Batman, is Superman, Wonder Woman. Batman. <laughs> my pick is Teen Titan. No, it's uh, oh. Wonder Woman. It's the Brian, uh, the Azarello and Chang run on Wonder Woman. Which was was 35 issues and everyone was great and it wasn't a comic that was easy to follow if you didn't follow from the beginning and that usually throws me off because i had to go this was one of those where i did have to go back and catch up and yeah. we made me and eric make the joke the reason why we started the site was because we would go <laughs> on and see all these reviews and now these reviews and they're doing batman and they're, 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 nobody was reviewing Wonder Woman like the others. And we even got in a, an argument before, way before the site that, and, and really, I didn't even know what the Trinity was. And Eric's like, oh, the Trinity, you know, the Trinity, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. And I Eric still, I gotta argued with Green me Lantern. that Wonder Woman was out. She was out. Green Lantern was in. And I think I just argued just whatever Eric was going to say, I'm against. Right. So I would argue. I had no idea what I was saying. Um, but then we'd look at the reviews, and we're like, I want to see how Wonder Woman's doing. And now this is a run that I think is one of the best runs of Wonder Woman. And I've gone and you know read a bunch of other things, but people seemed against it. And to this day, it's people very weird. seem to be very against it. And we found this out later, me and Eric, and we were shocked. Because yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, you can say, like, it wasn't for you, maybe. But why well, say it was awful? The only thing that I could say is it did isolate her from the rest of the new 52 in her own book. You did not have Batman showing up in this. That, that doesn't make a comic book no, bad. That makes, I, I that makes a continuity actually, issue. You yeah, know? No, actually, I liked it because then you didn't have to rely on that. A lot of those other books... Uh, the it wasn't Green Lantern in. with the constant crossover. Yeah, crossovers. Forcing or crossovers. you're going to have, like, all of a sudden Superman shows up for no reason except just to have Superman there. I yeah. like. The, oh, we need heat vision. She was dealing with her Superman own thing, and I did up. like later, even later... In when Superman had his issues and whatever, and they started dating and stuff, that was an issue of Superman's that he said, you know, you're always doing that shit with those <laughs> you yeah. gods, and why weren't I? And I really liked that. Um, but I loved it. I, this was a long-form story. There really isn't, like, uh, quote-unquote arcs. It just went on and on. Bondage Minotaur. And, uh, yeah, the, the Bondage Minotaur was so great. I mentioned the last time we tried to record that the art did remind me of like a Greek fresco. Yeah. We make the joke of, oh, the art is a per perfect fit for the. It was. It yeah, really was. In this case, would, they made her look more Mediterranean. You yes. Know, and notes. you would go in and, boy, the characters, and each time, and you would get these Greek uh, mythological characters that I love Greek mythology. I'm not as big on it as I was as a kid, but that was one of my big things. So when a character would come out, you would know about them. Like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, there. Even now, Hecate. Oh God! And uh, well, well, when you were a kid, Greek mythology was just like well, current that, events, right? Yes, that, that was last week. Like, oh, Zeus! I saw yeah. him down the street giving blowjobs for a quarter. Yeah, that was like, so that, not that Zeus. It I really know worked, Zeus. Though, like, it's that big black guy with that fucking lazy eye. That's, that's right, Hogan. That's Hey Zeus. No, uh, <laughs> no, but I, I really like that too. Where. You know, I knew the character, but they, they were changing. They were doing this, and you got, like, Hera was my favorite character in the whole Azarello run where she was 
awful. And then she became mortal. And then all of a sudden she was nice because she had to be. And you didn't know when she got her powers back that she was going to go bad, good, whatever. And then you find out later now, Eric. I love the fact that this is your favorite thing because Wonder Woman number 52 this week. Yeah, I know. Meredith Finch pretty much erases everything that Azarello did. And and again – it kind of not her own run with fucking no, Don Troy. It kind of had to be done with Rebirth coming. And I said to you guys the last time we did this, um, you can tell how great Azarella's story is because when Meredith Finch jumped on, she tried to get away from it. She really yeah. did. They had that whole thing in South America where, and also she right away like Swamp Thing was in the book. That wonder what yeah. like she really tried. Like okay, I hear everybody complaining. We're gonna go there. It was awful. So all of a sudden, it was right back to it. And yeah, now it's going to be that it's a race. You couldn't fake the funk. But yeah, uh, the whole thing, Zola and Baby Zeke and and people, like you said, like Zillia Socks. Yeah. Um, Yeah. People really like all the Zola was the big character. Like people were really into her. And oh, my God, uh, Wonder Woman. And and such a weird way into that world. Yeah. And and Wonder Woman would protect her and all this stuff. And it, it really it was great. It really was great. The art was great. And even Gorn Suzuka was the backup artist. That I even said in some of my reviews, I liked his art better than Chang's. And, uh, but I really did like it. I liked the whole thing. And I thought that it had some of the strongest Villains Month. It had the uh, Cheetah and the Firstborn uh, Villains Month issues that I loved. And I think one of them might have even been Charles Soule. I, I can't remember right now, but mm. I might be talking to my ass. But, yeah, that, I thought that that whole 35-issue run – was uh, well, I guess thirty six with the zero. I who knows the count, but it did end issue thirty five, which I loved. Uh, and now everything's going to be swept under the carpet. But my number two is another one of those gimmies. It's Batman, and I know on the site and on the podcast I, I do rip into Scott Snyder a lot. Um, that super heavy and the things like that that it ended up with i did grow very tired of them i got very tired near endgame even though i like endgame overall but yeah. the, the zero year all that i i ten, i got a little tired i gave the book to eric to review and then batman 44 happened and all shit hit the fan that's right business plan enacted. Yes. but i can't take away the court of the owls the death of the family and even just the the things back and forth and i will tell you also the guy may give you crazy ideas and each issue he may throw 70 things at you but some of the things do stick and he does come back to them also i people are against harper row i love harper row what what batman and robin eternal kind of made me a little sick of her because we got too much of her and it was focused on her but i love her as a character and he started that he did a lot of things in his run that duke yeah duke Oh, I really do. I really do like a lot of the stuff he did, especially early. Uh, I think around uh, zero year, I got a little. Uh, well, that's when I was getting a little bit, you know, almost fatigue. I, I told Eric that Batman is a great book to read. It sucks to review. Oh it yeah, does. Zero you, years, first off, you can I, never win, and yeah. it just you start you see things where all of a sudden he's showing you the eye of a fucking fly and you think that that's got to tie into some other fucking thing and that but he does do a weird thing like he threw crazy quilt out there and it was yeah. like uh you know half an issue when he's gone and, and dr death yeah doctor yeah right, things right. like that and some of the things get, do get you know it's weird the, you just throw shit out the thing with snyder is that every time he stepped out to do write a batman arc 
He's swinging for the fences. There were no small arcs. No, no. You know, Gotham City was always in complete peril and about oh, to be yeah. destroyed. Gotham every is always, and, yeah. and actually was destroyed several yeah. times in, yeah. in, in, in this run. So you, you never really got a breather. If you're reading it all the way through, you're just like, Jesus Christ. Like, forget about why do people live in Gotham City. Like, how is anyone still alive in and, this yeah. city? And it's Ridiculous. weird, too, because you, you would have to say that Batman was the big success, right? Scott yes. Snyder's Batman, but yet, if you think about all the things that we've talked about that we have all heard individually or whatnot of what went wrong with the New 52 and why Rebirth is coming about, it kind of is Batman. It's too dark. Like you said, the city's sort of always getting destroyed. Yeah, yeah. You have uh, Batman who was learning on the job. You have that. You yep. have There's no Robin. He was pretty much by himself most of the time fighting. Yep, yeah. uh, so even though it was a great run and everybody loved it, I think that that was one of the things, too, that they're like, we we got to get off. Because eventually you, you do get overwhelmed by it, and it is too much. And I think even people who talk to us, and again, you gravitate to sites and podcasts or whatnot that kind of agree with what you agree with. So we do get a lot of people like, yeah, I'm, I'm a Scott Snyder hater too. I'm not a Scott Snyder hater as the writer. I just, I think that sometimes he tries too much. Like he does try to hit home runs all the time, but he also, I think he tries to be a little too clever sometimes oh, yeah. where you get like the Mr. Freeze when they changed yeah. up that and then left it out to dry. He yeah. just leaves stuff like that. I think that shit hits him. Uh, the, he fancies just, something and just goes with it, and then it just, just constant pages and pages and pages of, of exposition at the yeah, end of every yeah. arc. It's I, there like, is only there's give me a break. A, it has to be the only book I the think in the New Fifty Two that I've really read where half the time, if he pulled the you know the the hero you're reading might pull off his costume and it's fucking Scott Snyder under there because half the time he's <laughs> talking, it didn't seem like Batman. It no. seemed like him telling us what we should think about Batman and like all oh, that, even that Gotham is that, you know, yeah. as, as it ended, that was nice. It was okay, but it's still, it seems like a lecture. There's a lot of, and I don't know why this is my fucking book that I like. <laughs> and I'm going on, but I just want to say, I do like it in general. And after giving it to Eric, I enjoyed it more again because yeah. once you're not, and I'm not even saying, I don't care what Especially after Batman I refused. 44. 44, I loved it. I fucking saw those fucking <laughs> comments it, coming. It, it, Laugh you do, my ass You kind of have to stop scrutinizing it, though, in order to enjoy it, because if you scrutinize yeah. it, it'll show all of its flaws. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. other thing you could say, though, is also definitely, I mean, I don't know if you mentioned this last week or another time altogether, Jim, but you read from the Court of Owls to Super Heavy, Greg Capullo, his art his just art gets so gets good, so but, better. you know, it's like well, it starts happened? out kind of shaky when yeah. he gets into it. Oh, I, I said when this last issue, the 51, that they ended with, um, because I was like, huh. This this seems like something I go back to number one. It really tied into that first issue. Yeah. I like that idea of bookending it. But boy, I was looking at that fifty one, and I'm like, hey, boy, his art has gotten so much better. And not that it was bad. Uh, no. people, uh, but even I mean, then, he got more comfortable with the characters. But again, well. because they stuck with, and this is not a fault because it's great that they had that whole run. But yeah, because yeah. of that. It just kind of like, okay, here we go with Batman again. And it's that one singular vision and over all those issues where you have all these others. And, yeah, sometimes the uh, person will leave a book because it sucks. But, you know, you had a different artist. You had a different thing. And I really kind of got sick and tired of uh, Capullo's art and the heavy-handed storytelling by the end. 
but at one point that was we went nuts when death of the family man eric another one we were talking I about love death of the family. oh my god yeah. we came into work and we were, we had theories and we were all excited <laughs> especially i'm telling you that issue where we thought everybody's faces were taken off when they were sitting crazy. at the dinner table oh my god me and eric came into work and Ooh. we couldn't believe it but even so, even then, wasn't that one of the issues? And I might not be remember where uh, Jason had the the acid in his in his mask. No, that, that would have been the after the. But the it still was then. That, but nothing but, really but, happened no, from that. No, no, it, it was, they changed that. Yeah, they changed. They didn't want him to have. But that just goes hand in hand with half the things. And I'm t- I don't know how much can be changed on Scott Snyder anymore. The, pro- now the problem with think- Death of the Family was uh, was the crossovers, I think. It yeah, wasn't, yeah. had nothing to do with the Batman book, but all the other, the, the ones that crossed over into it, that was just a mess. Obviously, the bad communication, yeah. Joker's costume kept changing, everything was just fucked yeah. up all around. But if you just read Snyder and Capullo's yeah. run for that, but it's seriously, great. Seriously, if anybody said to me, like, what... What solo book should I read from the New 52? I would tell him Batman. I would, sure. even though that's not even my top pick. But yeah, that's that's the big first character. twenty issues of Green Lantern. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, even you could go like individually the first twenty five issues of Aquaman with Jeff Johns. Yeah. But just that whole, just the fact that they did all those, yeah, Jeff Johns you're good. pretty much the whole New 52. <laughs> Batman was Scott Snyder, and yes, I got sick and tired of every issue was coming out, and they had a press junket and shit like that. But that's that's not the book. That's it's me no. just being irritated. Uh, but my number one book is a book that came out after Forever Evil, and it's Grayson. And Ooh. I remember when Grayson was announced, um, people went nuts. And I was a big Night- Nightwing fan going into the New 52. Was He's my favorite character. And you're a Dick because, Grayson fan. Well, because I knew Dick Grayson. Uh, yeah, Batman 66 is really what it was. So I was going to go with what I kind of knew and i knew his background that was the weird thing too is that's i think that's why i really went to dc in general because even though i was not a huge comic fan i knew superman's origin i knew batman's origin i even knew i knew dick grayson's origin so i knew these things um and then learned the rest on the job as they say i was faking the funk early Using phrases. Best bizarre story Best ever. Biz- it was because I, I said that <laughs> was the read another. It was the only one I read. But uh, no, I really love Dick Grayson. I, lo- I I say that I love the Nightwing book of of Kyle Higgins before all this and before Forever Evil. Looking back at my scores, I didn't, but I no. did. It never it got a weird. chance. That it book. It never that, got that a book footing. Got fucked, you know. It really, so it was Haley Circus forever. Yeah. Then a crossover with Night of the Owls. Yep, and then. Yep. Once it and went, crossover with Death it went to Chicago, and I thought, you know what? This is awesome. This is where it's going to really pick up, and I really started liking it a little more. Though I, I, it was one of my favorite books as of then anyway. Okay. But it was really going. And then Forever Evil happened, and yeah, you yeah, thought he was going to die. Like and then they announced Grayson, and people went nuts. The, all these night, uh, Dick Grayson Nightwing fans went nuts. That's not my – really? Really? Were they yelling when he went to the fucking – Chicago? Because yeah. really all that was changing, yeah, he's gonna be a spy, but it's still I don't understand the hate. I don't understand why it's the evolution of the character. And yeah, they just want the same it's, thing all the time. It's still the same skill set, still acrobatics and, and fighting. It wasn't but, like he, he started no. shooting guns. I, like that, I, that was the thing people were afraid of and yeah. he didn't do it. But it, that's the the thing that got me where a lot of these people never even got to that point to learn that. They were just yeah. nope, I'm out. It's just like the new 52, and people were saying that, and I, I almost 
Well, not almost. I said, I said, there, I'm fucking reviewing it, and I'm going to do it because all these fucking assholes. They yeah. fucking, I'm going to do it because they say no. And yeah, fuck you. So, and I even made like, oh, here's the fucking spy dick, and you know, I heard all these jokes. I made a couple jokes as well, and then it started, and I'm like, holy shit! And I said, from, I don't know when the review happened or when I said, but I said there, this actually shows you Dick's Dick Grayson's best superhero trait is he's a fucking good guy yeah oh, yeah but it was and the the whole run you had some hokey things with this spiral and it, it because of that they got a little grant morrison e thrown in there and whatnot but overall every issue had a great dick grayson the dialogue was great the action was great the art mikhail yannon's art was fucking awesome oh, Unbelievable, yeah. yeah he had such great panel layouts and all that stuff but it also had a sense of humor that most other books in the New 52 did not have. Now, I wouldn't say, oh, it's a dr- fucking laugh out loud hilarious. Every issue it wasn't. But when Sometimes. it when, when it was, that's what made it great. And I it, really it was just a pleasure to read though all was. the time. It was and like it was like a fun you're having a good time, it, you know. It was like a like a spy movie because you started out and you always had this for the most part a cold open. Where all of a sudden you open it up. And I said the big one was when Grayson's going down in a uh, helicopter that's crashing in the desert as they're delivering a baby. <laughs> yes. And remember that was when I believe that Midnighter was in that with him. That, that's right. And I, they were I, walking through the Tiger desert. Or another person was yeah, with them. And they were, remember yeah. when they were walking through the desert. And the whole thing was just, nope, we got to keep going. We got to get this baby. No, yeah. no, we're going to – because the baby – all that whole thing with the, the uh, Paragon – uh, you know the the different organs and things like that. Yeah, that's when Dick saved that superpowers. baby. Yeah, about a superpowered monster getting, and he saved the baby. He wasn't going to give them a baby. It was so good. It, it was, and it, and it was really. I, I was like, this book really is about Dick Grayson, the character. Yeah. It was. It was something when they when I first got announced, I bought, and I, we couldn't figure out this out last time. If the first issue was the one where Batman gives him the job yeah. to do it, or whether that was. A Batman book, or whatever, whatever it was. But yeah, I, I, I think that. I think actually they had a lead in. Now that I think about it, I think there was a last issue of something that led maybe, into. Maybe it was even Nightwing, possibly. It might have been. Uh, I remember the last. Yeah, yeah, it might have been Nightwing. But yeah, the whole thing was that the Spiral had found the identities of different things. So yeah, that. yeah. So and that was the whole thing where Batman and Dick Grayson were sparring and having a conversation that while they spar that I thought was like so ridiculous. Yeah. And, I figured I would buy one issue, and it probably. I, I've never been a fan of spy shit, really. I'm not like a big James Bond I'm not fanatic either. or anything. I actually. I, I figured I'd get one issue and walk away, and it just became one of my favorite books. Right, like that sixth issue we're talking about, where he's like caring for the baby. Yeah. I was like, this book is awesome. Yeah, you know, it really and it makes you have the feels. Even at the one point, yeah, at the one point when he's there and he he they. He was supposed to shoot somebody. I don't use guns and yeah. that. And then somebody he thought somebody died because it was so good. Like there were so many different things in that. And of course, then it led to later on with the the singing, that which was hilarious and all that. And, <laughs> like it, that and really, I don't. If anybody's out there, I, I talked to this guy Blanche, the guy who was on that Geekcast radio that we said, uh, well, he won't touch it. Oh, I'm a Nightwing fan. Well, you know what? Number one, I don't think you are. I, I yeah. really don't. If you don't at least give this a try because this is – yeah, you might be a Nightwing fan. You're not a Dick Grayson fan because this is one of the better Dick Grayson deals, though it didn't last as long as I wish it would have. Um, but, yeah, you get the whole – 
you get the whole package. It's hilarious. Uh, and what I would say to him as well is, oh, you think Batman's a big book? You, you guys think Batman's a big book for DC? Yeah, sure, yeah. I would say so. Fucking Tom King is only on it because of this. This is the book that got him that job. Yes. This is the book. They they read this, and you could tell that they love this. And, yeah, he did a Mega Man. A Mega Man, people love it. That's not getting you Batman. Yeah. This no. is. This is. And that's what happened. He's the big guy now because of that. And I really like it. And in a smaller part, Tim Seeley. I, there were some issues that I didn't mind when he jumped on. There definitely was a change in the way the storytelling went when they did. And I, I preferred Tom King. And Michael Yan and uh, we always forget. I don't know how to pronounce his name fully. I, I thought this. Was, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's Mikkel Yannin, if it's Michael Yanin, Yonin. We, we know who you mean. Yeah, I love Michael Yannin. I love his art, and in fact, <laughs> he uh, was on two issues of the uh, Super League Final Days of Superman. And those are the best ones. Oh, ever. those are best really ones. good. You don't great. hear people talking about him much, and I one. really, really, really Let's go like. Go find those people and put some smarts in them. Really, just show them. The, the way he draws that. a face, you know? It's awesome. But, yeah, I really like it. Uh, that is my number one. And now we're going to move on to our bad books. All right. Bad books. Bad books. And, Reggie, you start us out. All right. We're going to start with the book that started me on the Weird Comics DC Comics site, Weird Science DC Comics <laughs> site. And that would be the <laughs> mini Harley Quinn and Power Girl, which I don't think I actually read from the first issue. I think Jim gave it to me. Actually. Fuck yeah. yeah. And you know what? Yeah, I should even have this because if you hated it, boy, I gave it to you. You gave I it to me. I think, I think I read it from issue two on. I, I eventually uh, did go back. I, no, I, I, I think there was a couple. I think you might have been on the third because we said the big joke that Eric said was that uh, I had reviewed a couple issues, and uh, that was the one, right, Eric? Yeah, it was and the Jimmy one. And Kamiati called me out and said yes. online on Twitter, hey, you know what, maybe this isn't for you. Yeah. You, keep giving giving me a four. you keep giving it a four out of ten. And I even thought to myself, what the fuck's he talking about? I was so angry. And I went, oh, he's right. And I gave him a four out of ten. <laughs> four, and four, then, four. Then I ended up arguing with him, like, oh, God forbid. Uh, you know, I, I'd read and review a comic. God forbid I don't like it and give it a score. How about write a good comic? Hey! Now and then we Well, then, then you brought me out. on, and I gave it a yeah. four. Right yeah. away. I laughed so you goddamn hard. I, I, I thought this book sucked. Again, the art was good, as with yeah. always with Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor books. But uh, I told it was you. stupid. No, what what happened you. was they went to outer space. They saved a dying planet from being eaten up by some, you know, they, they were never able to really have Harley and Power Girl interact at the same time. It was always like one issue was mostly Harley, yeah. one issue was mostly Power Girl. And then by the sixth issue, they wiped away everything for some, like, holographic suburban Neighborhood. Uh, this whole this whole stupid I'm story. I'm glad I didn't read this. No, and, it and really, really had no point. It was I really was a, thinking of it. Uh, I remember Palmiotti actually tweeted and said, "Maybe the book isn't for you." <laughs> and I was so angry because it came out of an arc in Harley that not only was for me, but the guy would retweet. I was giving that nine point five, oh, yeah. and I said to Eric, "I was going on and on. This should be its own book." I would get it. Oh my goodness! And when it was announced, I'm like, "They, they did it for me! Holy crap!" Jumped right on top to of me. It. I was so excited. And what uh, the whole premise was before you go on, Reggie, was that it was taking place during that arc in a side story that happened in an off panel. Yeah, because they they vanished for yes, a, a panel. And for... the problem, yeah, for a panel, they vanished. This was what's going to happen in that. The problem I had from the get go. 
did not seem like anything that was going on in the regular run of the book. It didn't yeah. have the, the cool. Have the co- Basically, connection. it was Harley with a heart of gold. She wanted everybody to love her. She was sick of being a bad person, and she found her opportunity when a uh, when Power Girl crashed to Earth and lost her memory. And Harley ran, oh, you know, hey, come on, chum, we're a, a super team, and they were going to go fight. And then they go to this freaking outer side, and nothing. You didn't get any sort of any of that. Well, you said that you said that most of that was Harley Quinn didn't want Power Girl to get bopped to get in the head again, the head so that she would remember. It. And that's what. Oh happened. well, when they went to space, though, they seemed to have no connection no, at all. That was they, they seemed to just be that. sort of thrown in together. And even after like this blank panel, a couple times she got hit, and that she'd be like, "Oh my God, I remember now," and "Oh no, I remember that we need to go get a dress," and they'd run off, and that you know it was funny. But in that thing, it was nothing. There was a space afro guy, and I... it was so it was seemed so thrown together, like it had nothing yeah. to do with anything. Power Girl didn't even seem like Power Girl from anywhere in the anywhere. New 52, no, uh, or anywhere that I've ever seen her. She just seemed like a fucking mean asshole, and uh, it was a waste of time, totally from front it to really f- was beginning to end. It's yep. a, it's whether you're the biggest Harley fan in the world or not. You can avoid this yeah, whole even series we, happily. Obviously, you do the Harley books now. I yeah. force them on you. And uh, <laughs> even then, each time we talk about it, we talked about it earlier tonight for the regular podcast. And you always say, like, you were, you like this last issue of Harley. And even said, listen, if if you like Harley, you're going to like what Harley gets. It's not the case with not this. Not this year. Because, no. you know, in, in the regular Harley books, you at least get this tight continuity yeah. of, like, you know, all right, well, this is the world. This, this was took away that continuity and beyond that didn't even have its own internal continuity that was meant anything because no. five issues were wiped away by the six one. Like yeah, the six one happened and got wiped away. Why the fuck just... did I just spend all this money, you know? Yeah, future's end. Yeah. yeah. Except precisely, you know, that's another one. But uh so that that would be my number three bad book. My number two bad book is uh Teen Titans. I think the Ooh. Teen Titans were the most maligned team in the entire New 52. I think they mishandled Definitely. these guys from the beginning to the end. You know, it's unbelievable how how poorly they were handled or why they thought people want to see the Teen Titans as criminals and assholes. It didn't make any sense. Uh, you know, Eric says he likes uh, Lobdell's run. I like aspects of Liddell's run. I'm telling you, I love the Teen Titans. You throw a young hero at me, those are the ones I gravitate towards. Give me a team of them, I'm fucking on top of the world. So I went right for this book after I started going insane at the comic book shots when I got back into comics. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to like it more than anything else, I think. And I actually think I tried to convince myself. I think you did. uh, I think it's like World's world's, uh, Finest, where you went and you tried to convince. And also, you kept... Eric, Eric... This is it. If this next issue is just, I'm out. No, it's never out. No, never out. We, we always no, say no. That. I'm telling you, I got out once they renumbered the freaking team. Oh, yeah, Titans then you gave it to me to, to review. And, and the, oh, the mainly because it was an easy <laughs> jumping on point. And then when Greg Park jumped on for that, then I gave it to Reggie. Any jumping on point, everybody's going to ditch this book. And now he's gone, you know, in, in a little while, I assume, right? Yeah. He's not writing the new Team Titans. No, uh, the but, new uh, one is uh, Ben Percy. I mean, I would say, oh, jeez, oh, please. Yeah. But anyway, you know, uh, I would say Lobdell on Teen Titans was probably the best that that run got. Because, yeah. because Scott Lobdell is good at writing badasses. And I think uh-huh. what, they, what they'd intended for the Teen Titans to be was sort of a bunch of, like kind of an extended version of Red Hood and the Outlaws. 
but it was just a conglomerate of unlikable dickheads. Yeah, you know, and they you and didn't they want to see them win. Other. They hated each other. They hated the world. I hated them. Everyone hated. Yeah. Uh, and the, then when they finally started getting along, then they did something to make everyone hate Yeah, and then everybody them. hated them. And they were so su- surprised that people didn't like them. You know, we'll get more into it later, but their handling of Superboy was just atrocious. Uh, what they did to Kid Flash so, was like... A, was, oh, that, no was, even. that was when I walked away, was when Kid Flash turned out to be Bartor. I was like, fuck you. This is too stupid. I'll tell you the one one really big saving grace, though, of this whole run, if it could be a little bit positive, was I like Bunker. I think he's yeah, our, I think a cool I like character. Yeah, you know, I you know, I wouldn't say he, you know, he's uh, the greatest character ever made, but I dig him. And I uh, like when he just made the bread, and then all of a sudden they even had to change that that he was like almost making construct yeah. things and whatever. But you had to have him do something. Else. It was just a he's fun new a character wall. to play with that I wanted to know more about. Yeah. And I liked his, and I liked his like attitude. He, and he was always the one kind of making. The, the he's kind of saying what everyone's thinking in yeah. a way. You know what yeah. I mean? He was always he was the heart of the book. Yeah. So that that would be the only positive. Other than that, it was an abomination pretty much from beginning to end, and uh, I used to be stricken from the record. So going, weird oh. too, because that that is the case now. I I don't want to badmouth somebody that much, but Ben Percy has not had the greatest Green Arrow run. We no. have not enjoyed it ourselves, no. all three of us. Oh, no, he has not. And yet to go and say, and you're right, that is it. And Teen Titans is a huge book. And yeah. to say, okay, mind, oh, Ben Percy, sellers. you've done so well with Green Arrow. Now we're going to give you Green Arrow and the Teen Titans book. It just seems weird. I really – I think that this would have been a book where if they even had to wait a little bit to give Jeff Johns and have him do You're it, damn it would right. be awesome. And, he had a great run in the And uh, I really think 2000s. that they should have, they should do Throw something. Blue Beetle back on that back. bitch? Uh, it's it's going to take more than just putting Damien in the Teen Titans to yeah. – Great, and uh, you said about Liddell. You could tell they liked Liddell a little more because Will Pfeiffer came on, and then all of a sudden they kept having Liddell jump on again, yeah. and it was yeah. Will Pfeiffer and Liddell, and then Liddell. And uh, at one point they had the the elite versus the, and I it seemed interesting to me, and it, oh, God, it, it, it sucked. It was not good. It was I'm just... you, when we ended the last series, we had uh, Kid Flash and Solstice in the future on an alien prison planet. Because Solstice and it was all about Solstice and Kid Flash's love, which I was all about. And then they got rid of those characters. I was so angry. And then when you were reviewing the book and they brought this elite out, Kid Flash is there and yep. they never wrapped up the story. Yeah, they kind about, of they hinted never at about, it at points. And, I was and so angry. It. it just, and yeah, by then. And this is another one where you'll hear me say in uh, when my bad books, I really, when, when Will Pfeiffer jumped, they renumbered whatever. I really really was hoping that it was going to kick ass so I could laugh at Eric, and it didn't, and it was yeah, all they the shit out of that book. And even then, even that shows you, like, how many other books did they freaking cancel and then renumber right away? Like, New they Suicide were desperately, Squad. desperately, and again, there's another one that they were desperately trying to do something different, and uh, it just kind of, and I like books were canceled and came back out yeah, right yeah. away. And it's weird, and the Teen Titans, I like the uh, Sean Ryan's run of Suicide Squad, uh, but the Teen Titans never got good. You're right. Never it's an abomination. It was just awful. Yep, that was uh, uh, atrocious, but the, not as bad as my number one bad pick, number one. which would be the Convergence main title. I'm not even talking about the spinoffs, just the, what was it, nine? It was zero through eight. Was that yeah, what it was? I think that's yeah. what it was, yeah. Cause it was. Uh, what a fucking hunk of junk that was. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. From I love the zero. 
Zero issue, I think. Zero got great. everyone. I yeah, was in. I was all I was like, this is going to be awesome. Manship's going to be pissy, by the way. He loves himself. That's some fine. I thought it sucked. I thought that. It sucked. It, it, I thought, it didn't even I thought the sense. reveals were stupid. Yeah. You know, the, the whole thing with. Uh, they had Star reveals Tar- Oh, I'm telling you, when I, when I messaged you. Yeah. And I'm like, like oh, it's guitar. You're like, what the fuck? I remember. I was at work, and you're like, what the fuck are they doing with that? Yes. Why? I don't know. I'm telling you, I've read comics most of my life. I didn't know it's guitar. That's why I messaged Reggie. Reggie likes all the fucked up it's, shit. I'm like, this seems fucked cut. up to me. It's such a deep cut from, from again, the uh, yeah. you know Swords and Sorcery yeah. that was yeah. Warlord. And then, remember, and it was going back and forth. And that, that was supposed to be such a big reveal. Like, oh, oh my God. Was for a... Eric. Who he didn't turn the page. Speaking of a missing panel. That Eric was in Telos. Page. That was in Telos. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was that. I remember, though, yeah. when I heard that. I was like, it was oh, Telos issue two. And the other thing, too, was like, wow, what is Telos's real name? Who gives a shit? No one cares. You know, it's like so, so retarded. Yeah. So, you know, and, and also the fact that I felt like from issue to issue, they weren't even holding on to their continuity. No, that's no. What's weird. You had these things where each issue, something would happen, and it didn't make sense, and I'm telling you, freaking, this came right out of Future Zen and World's Finest. I mean, uh, World's End, where World's End couldn't keep its continuity. They had for, they introduced freaking Dick Grayson and Barbara Grayson's son, John Grayson, Johnny Grayson, who then every other issue would call Tommy. Tommy, yes. And I would flip my goddamn shit because every time you look at it, it was something different. Tommy or Johnny. And then they kept calling him Tommy in conversion. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. If, you can't, you, if you can't keep that together from issue to issue... Just you're not editing. You're not doing the right thing. You know, no. it's just step Where away. Where was the script supervisor? Comics, please. Yeah. So uh, it was a total disappointment. A lot of people agree that convergence was the beginning of the end, but I think that uh, that one series. I mean, I can't believe that they even collected it in trade. Like, I'd like to talk to the people that bought the convergence trade and say, like, why? Yeah, I kind of want to read issue zero again, though. That was a really good issue. I really did like. I really did like the zero. I was all excited. That's actually that zero issue actually is what has me worried about this rebirth number one. That I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, this is awesome. And then well, we which, get into the main books. So, what you got to remember though, they had convergence completed and then went back after the fact to make that issue zero. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You're right. Yeah, and even so, I it don't even know that something. anything was really done or whatnot because, like you said, how could it be done? And not printed yet, but yet you get names wrong, and it yeah. just happened. Every, every issue, me and you would read, me and Eric, and we'd be like, yep, they got this wrong, they got that wrong, what are they doing? You have this guy, that guy. It was yeah. like, not even just Tommy John, but how he got on the ship changed all yeah. the things with, uh, what's her name, who took him at one point? Bardo uh, took no, him, right? Uh, war. War. And oh, right, at right, one right. point, it didn't seem like it was all over the place. It really was all – it was a clusterfuck, the whole thing. Well, that was a, that was a different uh, event, though. Yeah. No, Just, I'm sorry. It talked about it, though. Yeah, it talked about it. That, it was it, the same. It was, I think it was, when they talked about it was when it was different. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. seen that's everything right. in World's End, and then all we of a sudden they done. talked about it. Yeah. It was just done two weeks before. That's right. And, the World's End led right into Convergence. Yeah, and yeah. the Convergence happened, and, and they were telling us completely different things had happened. And it made no mess. sense. Uh, but that I was, was your number so one. I was so angry from World's End. I know. We were so angry. That was your number one, though, right? That was my numero uno bad book. I will tell you my bad books. My first. My Rx Son of Thunder. Yes. My number three is uh, the Christy Marks run of Birds of Prey. I had not read before that. I jumped on. This is one of those where I said earlier with Teen Titans where I always like to find a book that everybody hates. And I think that I'm going to find that. It, I don't know how. 
that yeah, I'm going to convince everyone. Rough. I'm going to go, hey, you know what? This isn't as bad as they said. Well, it, it was. And another thing was where you can always tell if a book is, is fucking not very good is when you have 10 reviews of every other book and there's one. A review of a book or none, and I yeah. when I started doing Birds of Prey, there really weren't any reviews for it. So I was like, "To Eric, this happened." And again, I won't even. It's not on my list, but another one that would go hand in hand with this is Stormwatch, yeah. where I said, "I'm going to get this." And at this point, I didn't have many team books, so I, I was like, "You know what, Eric? We say we're going to review everything. I got to do these." So I get on Birds of Prey, and I, I, even just looking at the, it was Batgirl, Black Canary, Strix, and Condor. 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 Whoa. What the fuck? And the whole thing was Condor loved Black Canary, but Black Canary found out that Kurt Lance was still alive, but he didn't remember her. He was in a coma. Batgirl was trying to, you know, uh, teach Strix the the Talon how to go. Strix was the best part, but yeah. even that, it wasn't that. Like the whole thing was so hokey and over the top. Was like, hey, Strix, you got to learn what a tablet is to on the internet. And then she'd scratch it. And this happened over and over of all the, like, there's Strix going. But she was the best character. But even with Batgirl, it was, she was in this book. It really seemed like, uh, if you, if this was a movie and it was on the set, you'd see Batgirl always looking over her shoulder to get the fuck out. Because she, <laughs> this was more of a Condor Black Canary, uh, deal. And who wants that? Uh, and it was it was awful, and Condor just awful. I remember every issue with him, and it's, he's pining for fucking Black Canary, but she's still in love with her husband. So what it all led to was this Mother Eve, who they had introduced her earlier. I believe it was Black Canary had met her, just an old black lady she met earlier. It ended up being this Mother Eve, who's this you know eternal person. She's got to do this whole fucking thing to become young again, and she's going to do that. Raja Ghoul's against her. It was going to be this big fight. Fucking terrible. It was awful. And I, I read a handful of these issues. I could so, never tell you anything about yeah, them. It, they're so bad. Yeah, I think that that was when the podcast, when we decided to, to you know, talk about everything, or I told you, I did. it was awful. And the whole thing was, it was a setup at the end, like you thought Condor was going to sell out uh, to get Kurt Lance killed, all this stuff. It, it just was nonsense. The other thing was, when you God. did when you did get a little bit of a momentum, uh it was thrown out by the uh, number 25 issue, the uh, zero year issue with the Batman yeah. tie in, which it was nonsense. It was a canary origin where she learned Kung Fu. That's and, like Green Lantern Corps, a fucking yeah, zero year time. Yeah, Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, really. And uh, even then, like, there was these, all these things, and it just, and uh, there was something else. It was just the zero year and, oh, Gotopia. And and don't forget Future's right, right. End. And, yeah, it just uh, yeah, and Future's End was the worst. I, I gave that what one point five? I think so. Birds of Prey, Future's End. It was nonsense. I think Gothopia might be the only time I got Birds of Prey in the yeah. New Fifty Two. It was, it was fucking stupid. It was terrible. Oh, the whole thing was terrible. I don't know that Christy Marks. I I think she she's done some big books in the past, like other things. Uh, this was awful. There was no reason to buy it. Is she, is she related to Richard Marx? She might be. So, so there's that. Richard is she Marks, related to Groucho Marx? Richard, you know, um, Daisy Fuentes. Sure. You know, oh, she's yeah. married to Richard Marx. Really? Yeah. Just her. Just I haven't seen her in sweet. years. Yeah, it's okay. A little, got a little junk in the trunk now. She, she always had that. But it was funny that like I didn't get that connection with her and Richard Marx. But yeah, I think they're they're at least. Living together and, and making love every night, they said. No, okay. I, I think they're married. Good. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's crazy. so fine they, as hell. 
Yeah, yeah, she still looks good, doesn't she? Sure. Yeah. How about Richard Marks? I bet you if you look, I bet you there's a picture of her, Richard Marks, right where you're looking. Uh, In the sack. I don't see him. Richard Marks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're married, dude. I see there's a wedding picture. Isn't that crazy? Uh, The number two book I have is not Richard Marks. It is (laughs) Dan Juergens and Len Medina's Aquaman and the Others. And this is the book that nobody asked for. I don't know why it happened. It wasn't a good Aquaman book. It wasn't a good Others book. The only thing that I could think was that Jeff Johns was hoping he can get an extra paycheck with this character that he made in Aquaman. And when they showed up in Aquaman, they only showed up briefly. I told Eric they're the best. Oh my! I am the worst. If if talk them up some fears. If I talk about how much I want something like a Power Girl Harley, but everything goes wrong. But I said these are awesome characters. They're so good, and even in then they were mad because Aquaman ditched them. That was his first like Justice League, and oh my! You know they he ditched them to go to the Justice League. You had this. They were nonsense. They were a bunch of nonsense. How crazy is it that we had two Aquaman books at the same time and no Shazam? Yeah, no Shazam book. And this, and yet you say that, I wouldn't even consider this an Aquaman book. He he wasn't in the Aquaman and the others. I'm telling you, you went to the combo shop and you could pick between two Aquaman. That's crazy. Yeah, And, and I hope that people just took the regular because, boy, this book sucked big time. And I didn't like it. And it just was nonsense. There was no reason for it. I don't even want to talk about it that much. I I ended up, you can tell when we really hate a book, I didn't even finish reviewing it. I think there's two issues. I said, I'm fucking done. I can't take it. I'm done. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to move on to my my number one is the woman that I love to hate and hate to love. It's Anne Nocenti. Uh, and I like to call it the triple header. It is Catwoman, Katana, and Clarion. And, boy... I started, the first one was Catwoman. I started doing I really Catwoman. wish you would have read Green Arrow just so you could throw that yeah, on here. it's weird because I did not read the Green Arrow book with her. So when I was going, that was, Catwoman's the first one. So I jumped yeah. on, and boy, if there was a trial run of the podcast, it was reading Catwoman. <laughs> To Eric because it was awful and I would just I tortured I, me. Oh my every god! Month. I remember all the dialogue. I would just talk and I would laugh. I like to and relax I, with my breaks, have a good time, maybe hang, talk about some things. Oh. Jim sitting there the entire time reading yep. me dialogue of Catwoman. Oh. And I would just talk and, to and Katana. The Gotopia was the best, where oh. she became a, a crisis prevention uh, hot suicide hotline, suicide yeah. hotline lady. And the one one of the issues is. A football player who comes. <laughs> I was I was great at everything. I was a quarterback. You throw me the ball and it's down. And I'm like, what? I I actually that threw me off so much. And I said to you, it bothered you all she, night. I, I she does not know what football is. She's never <laughs> seen football played. Why throw that in? Why not? And she was. That's why I loved her. She, that was funny. This was no so shame long to her game, my man. She would throw to- anything out there. Gothopia was so long ago. This is still something that we bring up oh, on yeah. a regular All basis just time. to each other. Yep. and It's an inside joke now. Yeah, throw yep. the ball, it's throw down. the ball, it's down. And the fact that Gothopia was a make-believe thing. <laughs> <laughs> all in people's minds. It wasn't yep. happening. And because – like the whole suicide thing was that Gotopia, the place where everything is happy and uh, the human mind couldn't take that. So and people, people killing were themselves. killing themselves. And uh, she, she – Gotopia ended. She kept that fucking job. It makes no sense. There was no <laughs> job, but she kept it. There's a point where she says that this cop is dirty and – 
you think that she's Joe at the at the end of this whole sequence and it went on and on that I really do think that Innocenti had heard the thing a dirty cop and dirty cop meant that you he's filthy that you yeah he you, you have to take a shower yeah. he doesn't have deodorant he's messy he is messy and then you get Katana which had Reggie you read Katana right no you I thought you said you read a, a couple of the Katana issues no but, sir. At points, Reggie like, has better taste than I that. I did not do that. I'm telling you, at points there was a. Freaking, I read Clarion. Okay, at points in, in in Katana, she would just run. There was this fucking falcon that would fly by, and she'd yell at him. And yeah. but yeah, this was another joke where a big taunt was they were fighting the ribbon that the ribbon. Oh sword, yeah, the ribbon. The ribbon sword. It's funny. It's like he's the ribbon sword master, the master of the ribbon sword, and that is definitely that's all. Androsenti always would just over-explain everything and tell you. But in that, the big, the big thing was this guy taunting Katana by telling her, "I talked to your husband. He said you burn toast." No. That's so mad. You don't make a bed. You unmake a bed. How ah. dare you? Don't say that. Yeah, and this all that. Oh boy, I, every week I would just I'd laugh and I couldn't wait for my I couldn't wait for her books <laughs> because of this. And then Clarion happened, which had great art. I really liked the art. It did have great art. Hell, at one point, the freaking half the podcast was just going to be bad dialogue yeah, theater. Yeah, we were going to have no Senti. And no Senti's bad dialogue theater where I was going to read it. And Clarion was insane also. Was and like Clarion a, was. It just – Clarion to me was the there. lesser of the evils. It just wasn't interesting. It wasn't even funny to me. No. By then, maybe I'd had enough. But even Clarion had the uh, buddies, that the little bots that would crawl in your fucking belly button and then fucking – I don't know what was going on. Uh, but yeah. Just nonsense, and I don't know why, how, or what, but yeah, she ended up just getting book after book, and they wouldn't get rid of her. Finally, she's done. It's funny if they would have had Rebirth and like, and Lucente's back. I probably would have laughed. I would have loved it. I would have. Yeah, she is just kind of the comic reviewer's friend because I, there's always something to say. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I said, in parts, I said she was an evil genius because she just got mm. me into this where I wouldn't have been into, say, a katana. But she was making me laugh so much and all the hokey dialogue and the situations. And like I said, she would be the one with like, hey, there's the master of lockpicks. Like in Resident <laughs> Evil. I mean, I think she might have re- wrote Resident Evil script. <laughs> yeah, that, that is my uh, worst. Uh, Just though, terrible. Though I loved it. I loved her. I loved all those books made me laugh. What are your picks, Eric, for the bad? The bad. There's going to be a theme going on with the bad. I realized. I didn't even think about this beforehand. But um, Doctor Fate. Ooh, Doctor. Doctor Fate. Fate. Now, the only reason this works in with the theme is because in Earth Two, I was having such a great time. They introduced Doctor Fate into that. I'm like, I love Doctor Fate, and he looks so goddamn badass in Earth Mm. Two. But we didn't get a lot of him, and that's what pissed me off. So when we were coming out of Convergence and I knew that we're going to get a Doctor Fate book, I'm like, goddamn right, we're going to get a Doctor Fate book. And then I found out. All right, well, it's going to be a younger guy, and he's going to be wearing a hoodie. Well, we can still work with this fucking doctor. Yeah, I don't mind the hoodie. Badass. I've never minded the hoodie. I, I like the look, actually. The look I is just, good. I just had an idea going in where I was going to get this Earth 2 Dr. Fate, and we're going to explore him further. Just because DC, like, they've had problems with their magical characters and doing anything, really, after the freaking JLD left and Swamp Thing. And Constantine's the only survivor. Oh, and sure. you know, we get we get the Swamp Thing six issue, but really that's out of continuity. But uh, 
Dr. Fate came along and they backgirled the shit out of him. All of a sudden, we got a young kid who is a terrible fucking hero. He gets the <laughs> coolest goddamn accessory besides for a Green Lantern ring, the Helm of Fate. And he just keeps telling himself, "How is this real? Am I dreaming? Oh this my can't God. It be just real. kept going to it. Just I mean, that's the issue. It's still that's going on. You yeah. Know, for, personally, I, I thought the general idea of a med student getting the helm and, you know, him having a tie to Egypt and being yeah. Muslim. Oh, all that is, cool. is workable. It sounds On like paper, work, it sounds awesome. Except he never actually took off and became a hero. No, he was every always... time he originally tried to become a hero, he killed fucking innocent people. Yeah. And yeah. it's almost like they were like, you know what people like? They like to see that stru- like a like a Spider-Man. Hey, it's a young yeah. hero, and he's going to learn the deal. Eventually, you have to learn. Eventually, we want to see a hero. We want to see a hero. At that third issue, at the end, you want to see him kicking... Toth's ass and yeah. and doing shit like that. Not in the non-issue because it hasn't happened yet. No, the yeah. best he has done so far is survived his heart being taken out in the fucking underworld, and then fought Great Caesar's ghost. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, because yeah. everything else is him saying this is a dream. This isn't real. How do I use my powers? This isn't happening. Oh my god, med school. What's going on? Oh my god. No, it's yeah. not even. Oh my god, I kill people because he never like yeah, realized that plane. Blew up he a has, hospital. He does not <laughs> care terrible. about all these innocent people. Even he even fought the police because, oh yeah, my friend just got arrested. I'm going to go electrocute these police officers yep. to get let her get away. Even, and Oops. and also with, with the whole thing where we had oh the floods kind of that lasted so long. It really? Was long. Oh, there's this cat. Oh goodness, and it just not nothing <laughs> ever I'm saying, happened. Best best that died and was going to move on, and all of a sudden, oh wait, you know he still doesn't know what's going on. We got to bring the cat back, which didn't make any sense. Nobody explained it. You yeah. can fucking chalk it up to Egyptian. God nonsense that nobody understands. And his but, dad has a sight back. Oh my goodness. I'm saying there, there is, this is the weirdest goddamn book, and I hate fucking reading it, and reviewing it makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah, and it, uh, that's another one where I always get angry when I think a book is terrible and people review it well. And this one gets pretty decent reviews. I don't and, understand how it possibly could. <laughs> I'm, the thing is, the best that we have gotten of Dr. Fate, Khalid freaking Nassar, uh, I. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his name. Close enough. Her- Good enough. Yeah. The best we've gotten of him is in, uh, what the hell was it? The freaking, oh, Martian Manhunter. Yeah, we should Martian have Manhunter. One panel with oh, right. Zatanna, Etrigan. It was one goddamn panel. He looked amazing oh, there. His he book, he looks like a goddamn, looks like a, a kid, like, you know, coloring book. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the art style. Paul Levitz is, does, he is, does not understand young people at all. And which, we made it perfectly Which makes clear sense because he's about as old as Chad. I mean, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. Tell you, and Chad's got to be 120 years old. And, and, and yeah, it's like, uh, hey, the young kids like this. And boy, actually, he's probably sitting on his porch and he's writing it. And he's like, oh, wish young kids can't do shit nowadays. So he just <laughs> has them do shit. He doesn't I'm, do anything. I'm surprised he doesn't have him playing stickball in the goddamn street. <laughs> you know what? They like the hoop and the stick. They like the old skilly. They like yeah. the penny You got to bring out the kick the can. Yeah, but, I'm looking there. I'm oh, even just. I just grabbed Doctor Fate number five. Like there's a guy who gave it an eight, eight. You gave it a three. And I don't oh. know. This is where uh, again, we. I just did my worst. Obviously, I already talked about it. Midnighter's not on there. I don't think it's the worst book oh. of New Fifty Two. And but it ended up getting like I couldn't understand why people were so much higher on reviews of mine. And I don't know. Sometimes I do think that people are afraid to give a review because of a diverse character. Either they 
not that they're faking the funk, as we say, but almost like, <laughs> hey, I love diverse characters, so I am going to prove that by giving a good review so yeah. that there's more of them. That's not the way to go because yeah. what you're going to get then is shitty books. Yeah, I'm you saying, know? In my mind, Khalid is – he might be from like Egyptian ancestry. He might be Muslim. We don't really get any of that no, from him. But I do. Book. Like it's Reggie said, I like – his family and friends. He does nothing yeah. with this. I like that, and I like the fact that at one point I thought this was going to be, say, like a Wonder Woman, like an Azarello run of Wonder yeah. Woman where we were going to be more involved in Egyptian uh, mythology, which we yeah. were – but it, it, nothing came from it, and it, it just was nonsense. It really it's all surface. It's all the surface stuff yeah, everyone knows was. from watching uh, Stargate and shit yeah. like that. You know, how dare you? That nonsense. <laughs> nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. But you know, okay. it's not a deep investigation of, a, of no. Egyptian mythology. It, no, and <laughs> I, I think you mean, aliens didn't build the pyramids. I think people rate this book on its concept. You know, yeah. it's like its potential for what it could have been, but. What it is is a book that's been going nowhere slowly for a whole It has been going slowly. And, <laughs> and it's one yeah. of those books that's not ending when Rebirth starts, and I can't understand no, it. It goes so many an issue, and I guess that's because uh, I think that they did say he's going to uh, – He's going to be in Hellblazer. I no, he's going to be in Blue Beetle. Or Blue Beetle was. Right. That's right. So and they're just that. letting it go until Blue Beetle. And that's how a lot of these are with Rebirth, where like a Deathstroke. Uh, it's going until August because yeah. August is when Deathstroke uh, starts. So they're just like, instead of saying like, hey, uh, you know, Dr. Fate, we're not really enjoying this. Let's get – no, they want to have that book on the shelf, and I, I think it's going to confuse people. And this book is just – to me, it's been garbage. It really has, I, and I hate it so nothing's much. happened. And, yeah, every time I read it for the podcast, and it's it just – I'm like, Really? I I think I've read this issue twelve other times. Why can't you be a Not, flash review? I just boy, god damn it! Yeah, I don't like it either. Now I'm getting angry. Why didn't I? Oh, it's so bad. But again, I don't review it, so I can just read it quick. Yeah. And fuck it. You have to. Well, ho- it. Hope, hopefully, under another writer, something happens with it. Because again, I I don't really hate the idea well, we, of the no. Camera, I don't. I don't hate the, the idea at all. I I'll think tell you, the, the, one, okay. the one panel we got him in Martian Manhunter is the most amazing we've gotten in the entire year that his book's going on. Cool. Yeah. So th- th- there's and, a and all he does is give Constantine, all he does is give Constantine, Constantine some lip, and he just looks badass for the because we have a new artist on him. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all it takes. It could be cool, but no. Let's continue this though because I found out what another part of the bad is. It's another Paul Levitt's book, World's Finest. Yeah. Ooh, yep. Oh my God, I'm telling you, Earth Two. Brought me back in the New 52, and I told Jim immediately, World's Finest come out. It's Power Girl and it's Huntress, and these are characters on Prime Earth, but they're actually Supergirl and Robin from Earth 2. But they are trapped on this Earth now. It's going to be a great book. It's going to flip the World's Finest thing yeah. on its head. Now there are two female characters as the lead. I'm like, this is going to be amazing. They're going to take the sexuality of Power Girl away because they gave her a new costume, even though it's kind of bullshit of a costume. But I got really excited for this. I'm like, all right, let's fucking let's start this journey. And then every issue was all about how do we burn away Power Girl's costume to show mm-hmm. her tits. Yeah, Paul and I'm Levitt. Like, it's, it's it's gonna get it's gonna get you good. Dirty Jim. old man. It, it's gonna get good. And I hung on to this book. Yeah, this is the one I talked about. You said you give everything that you start three issues. After that, you kept saying to me, "Boy, this is ter- next issue. It's, it's not bad." And you just kept getting it. It's <laughs> gotta get good. There's no reason that this book with two strong female characters with their fucking backgrounds on another universe 
could be bad. Especially yeah. the best issue we got of this is when Huntress met up with Damien, and that was it, though. That was yeah, one it's issue. it's funny because we, we talk about it, and we're all going back. That's the only issue I read. I did not read this. We weren't doing uh, – well, I don't think that, we ever talked about this on the podcast. They had that three-issue crossover with Batman and Superman, too, remember? And that was, like, yeah, handled horribly. It was it just was terrible. really sucked. I mean, this, to me, for New 52 was my first and probably my biggest disappointment because, like Eric, I was – when I heard about the concept, I was like, I'm all in. I don't even think I knew about the Earth 2 Do you think that Paul Levitz is a good concept guy? You think he's a you know an idea man? I don't know. You said this in two books. I mean, you know he was president of DC Comics for years. That's why he gets all this work. he's writing this garbage. But, yeah, I don't think he's a good... I don't, he doesn't understand women. He doesn't yeah. understand well, kids. It's, and yet he, he's writing he a book that with women two women and one with a kid. Yeah. They, they pick the worst. I said, Reggie and I were talking about this last week, and like Reggie's like, every time they have them, they're just fucking sitting around eating ice cream. I'm like, you know good. what? Didn't even think about it, but you're goddamn right. Like that's the, all they do. Girls eating. That's all. He thinks it's all young girls doing. All those like, young girls, wrong, they like eating. I got these two show granddaughters. The part Ooh, they're the... eating all the time. <laughs> if you're going to show the real shit, you know, show her. Show Give me something I can get off on. Let me just throw up. <laughs> no, but uh, we have Power Girl. And I'm like, all right, this is awesome. It's a grown-up Supergirl. I've always loved the idea of Power Girl. And we got rid of that costume, which we eventually brought back, which was a great crossover with Supergirl. But yeah. We got her back in her old suit, but it was all about who Power Girl was fucking each issue and how we we're going to get her out of her costume. And then we look at Huntress, who was trained by Batman, the, the daughter of Batman and Catwoman. Yeah. She was a terrible hero. She kept fucking up everything she tried to do in the series, every issue. And I was just getting so fed up. I'm like, Jim, it's got to get good, yeah. right? And I started is, getting mad at Jim because it wasn't getting and good. Is, and I that, is that Paul Levitt's thing again? There's a, a hero that just keeps messing up, just like Khalid. Like, is that his thing? Like, yeah, the young heroes, you have to keep showing them messing up because they, maybe. Uh, but there's never it, a payoff. Yeah, you, it, yeah, yeah. There's never a point where they learn and they become a lot better. I mean, I, no. Eric's right though. I mean, you're you're the you're the daughter of Catwoman and fucking Batman. You should be on point, you know. Yeah. And they and they never were. The way I would have played it, I think I would have done a kind of reversal from the typical Batman Superman team up, where I would have had Power Girl kind of be the the more methodical, darker yeah, one, yeah, and yeah, yeah, Huntress yeah. kind of more light even. side of it. They didn't, even do, they didn't even do that, though. They just, yeah. like, uh, yeah, just made two characters that didn't give a shit about. The end of the series really culminated in my hate when we had this thing where Huntress and Power Girl are sitting around Power Girl's apartment. Power Girl's in a towel, and then we have to have a big fucking panel where we're zoomed in on Huntress where she's tonguing the cream off of the top of a muffin. I'm like, yeah. really, Paul Levitz? Come on. This is what we're doing now. This is there. all we're he's fucking call, doing. He's you calling piece of Sonny. Shit. Uh, no, who was the artist on this? Do you remember? Whoever oh, no, it is, I he's calling him with, with pants off. And then yeah. and then you get a muffin. And yeah, muffin. The thing <laughs> is, I, yeah. I, I can't tell if Paul Levitz uh, is a pedophile or a foodie. I think he's both. That's the thing. You know, he's you're not sure which one it is. <laughs> Oh it was, I just really, I'm telling you, I loved Earth 2 when it first started, and I'm like, this is going to be a perfect companion piece, and it lasted way longer than ever should, and that's why I hung on. I'm like, it has to get good, since it's lasting this long, there it has to be a, a point time. where it gets Looking good. At it now. There's uh, no Jed Doherty way. ended it, but it was uh, Kevin McGuire, George Perez, they had a bunch of guys on art, Robinson Roca, Robson Roca was on some. Uh, but yeah, it, the it art lasted. Wasn't bad. It was all they, about the thirty-two ratings. issues. It lasted. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Then they went back to uh, Earth Two and basically died. Yeah, right. Oh, Almost no, immediately. No. 
No, they didn't die. They're still around. Oh, all right. I thought I thought I thought they went there and were like immediately just eaten up by apocalypse or something. No, no, it was no not they're still well around. Richard, this being book. useless. Thirty-two issues and the average was a six-three. Yeah, it, wow. it didn't do well. It didn't do well at all. Eric bought every goddamn issue and read it. I, th- I think I was on for about twenty-four, maybe twenty-two issues. I, I hung in there for a long time, and I was like, "Fuck this book! It's not, the concept not doing anything." Is so perfect. Yeah, and what sucks is we we're not going to see it again, probably ever. No, this was it. You know what I mean? This was the shot at this, and they're not going to do it again. Excuse and we me. had these characters who we could breach the gap in because we, I just wanted the Earth Two characters to be in the world with the rest of our heroes. And here we had these characters, and we had the point in time where we, they would have to merge in with the rest of the heroes of that per- planet, the Earth. Yeah. And we'd have the exposition about what they're from, and we can find out about the multiverse, so everybody can do these things. Never had it. Never had it. They just went back to their own world, and somehow. Fucking Power Girl transferred some of her power to fucking, uh, was it Tanya Spears, the new Power Girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then somehow she became Apache Chief. Yeah. Out of nowhere. That, that, that's a whole, that's a whole other I, ball of wax. God damn it. Yeah. So that was, that Jeez, was. Eric, Eric's got to take a breath. He's so. I hear, I hear where Eric's coming from because yeah. I remember. Yeah, really, I didn't really read so it. so let down by this fucking book. But, oh well. Oh yeah, okay, let's finish this off with number one, Earth 2 World's End. Let's keep it going with the Earth 2 shit, even though Dr. Fate doesn't count because I want it to be, you know, Earth 2, Dr. Fate, whatever. Yeah. Earth 2 World's End. Here we have a weekly book, talk, you know, where we're dealt with all this stuff where we're five years after the freaking Dark Side invasion of Earth 2, where Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman sacrifice their lives to fend off the, like, the invaders and save the planet. Now it's come back, and now it's just issue after issue of our heroes in a gigantic overblown war that didn't make sense in concept. They fucked up the continuity per issue, and it, it just angered the shit out of me. Yeah, Every I, goddamn week I had to review this. I actually loved this book, but not I didn't read it. I loved it because you were reviewing it, and you would get so angry. Yeah. I loved listening to your reviews and you talking about it. It was the only thing I enjoyed about World Tank. I used to get so angry because we'd have to talk about them at the beginning of the podcast. That's right. They were always oh, yeah. Yeah. Future Zen and World Zen were always the first and, things on the podcast. And Batman Eternal. And yeah, that started like off That we just kept going on and on about. And yeah. Ooh. But, I uh, don't know what – I'm telling you. This led into Convergence, so there you go. You have that. But it just completely destroyed any hope we had of having a justice society because it was just this war-torn world that was ultimately destroyed. And now we're on a goddamn barren planet. And it's just there is nothing to come back from because all these characters do is fight in a war. We will never have an opportunity where they can be normal people. We can see their fucking lives and their secret identities like we can do with the rest of our heroes. They are just these – they are their fucking alter ego personas 100% of the time now. And that's not what I want from my hero. I want the duality of it. Yeah. They're just not interesting as, you know, okay, I'm Flash, I'm Power Girl, I'm Balzad. And, like, none of that even made sense with the fucking labyrinth and the goddamn fire pits that the Sod somehow had, even though he was on Prime Earth yeah, with Power Girl just the entire time. I, I... <laughs> Look at that, you're getting, you're getting angry all over again. Yes. You know, I, the, when these weeklies were first conceived and first put out there, as I understood it, they were trying to do it as if they were actually happening real time, week to week, which mm-hmm. sort of felt it, it, that was in the original weekly 52 and even Batman Eternal. Yeah, yeah. 52, sort of, I remember working so, like that. Sort of falls apart a little bit, but World's End, they didn't even fucking try. They were uh-huh. trying to. They were, they were loading themselves onto that fucking escape ship for like two months. It was yep. ridiculous. And, like, and this. This is, where we initially, this is where we initially got fucking Dick Grayson and Barbara Grayson and the fucking boy Tommy John. Tommy John. 
and it, it drove me fucking nuts. And the oh, worst part about this, the, the the biggest offense in my mind is that this this weekly book started, and Earth Two was not you know the greatest. I'm telling you, Tom Kick, uh, Tom Kick, fucking uh, Tom Taylor had a decent run going. I enjoyed myself with it. Yeah. And then World's End started, and then Earth Two, the regular book that was great. Oh right, yeah. It became this book's bitch. We didn't have enough time to tell all the story in this weekly fucking book. Now we have to tell the side stories in this monthly book and just derail the whole goddamn thing. It did. Yep. Yeah. I walked away from all that shit. I think I read, I read, oh, I don't know, four or five issues of the weekly and I was like, goodbye, never again. Yeah. And I have no interest in ever looking at it ever again. It was a true piece of shit. Yeah, I it wasn't too happy. It, I it, had to read it. It, it makes Batman Eternal look amazing. It does. In comparison, like that's definitely the best weekly that they did. And it was. And it still uh, drove me nuts. Yeah, yeah I'm end. telling you, Future's End gets a pass because of how bad this was, and the rest of my list because I, there were parts of Future's End that I enjoyed. Me too. It yeah. just didn't. It just did not pan out in the end. It, but yeah. World's End took everything that got me back in the comics of the Earth Two and destroyed it right and spit in my face when it did it. And you think still, it was personal? I think it, it, it might have been. And we're still dealing with it. Uh, fucking nonsense. Fucking yeah. society. God Earth, Earth 2's never recovered from that. Nope. It's, always, it's no, been a fucking not. abomination ever since. Well, uh, we're on to the ugly then, I guess, right? Uh, uh, fucking that's... Earth 2 World's End. Yeah, you hate <laughs> it. Uh, I will start the ugly. Uh, right. My ugly. I'm shaking right now. Yes. God damn. Well, number three ugly for me is the truth story, which I the Superman books always tend to like. I call that whole thing the truth. Some people yeah. don't, and Savage I just said, and... fuck it. I'm going with it. The truth, sure. the whole thing after Convergence. And again, we're running. Basically this whole last year, yeah. Yeah, we go from Convergence, uh, where we had two months off of all our books, and what we get back, and it happened through all the books. We talked about this. This is one of the reasons why I, you know, it's obvious we have a rebirth. is because of this, but I think this is number one. Not only this, the whole Superman book in the New 52, they, yeah. they were hurting the whole time. They, it really was. Oh, yeah. You have your, you know, one of your biggest heroes, and they didn't know what the fuck to do. They had crossover after crossover. They had fucking hell, uh, you know, doom. Doomsday, <laughs> yeah. Turns. yeah. And, yeah, some of the things I, I liked enough, but it just was. And then this happened where you come out of conversion, and they get an idea. Hey, how about if Superman starts losing his powers? And his identity's taken away. And, yeah, that doesn't even sound good to me normally, but at the let's, same point where you have Batman in and a robot suit and all this. Yeah. But what happens then is to me, to me, I'm thinking when this was announced and they were going to do it, and before that divergence, that first bit came, that free comic book day thing, right. yeah. thought that, okay, what they're doing is a lot of people get pissed off. Hey, Superman, oh, what is he? He's a bunch of powers. He's overpowered. He can do anything. They came up with all these powers. Uh, we're going to do this. But number one, they started off by giving him a new fucking power. So now he has another power, the solar flare. Yeah. They never got to the point where I thought what they were leading to was to show Superman is a superhero without powers. He like That's the whole thing. Oh, Batman's better than Superman because Superman's overpowered. Batman doesn't have powers. I thought that's what they were going with. Where you were they gonna needed to dehumanize him. Yeah, they were going to have Superman where, oh my god, I don't have powers, but you know what? I'm still a great hero. Here I go. I'm going to save people different ways. We, Me and Eric have all these theories of what we want. <laughs> uh, since Batman, again, was gone, we thought he was going to go and use a lot of bat tech. At one point, he looked like he was going to. 
And yeah. we thought he was going to do that, like almost like you'd have a weird deal where you don't have Batman, but instead you have Superman Batman in the thing. And they could <laughs> even have that, but it never came out. What you got? would have been cool as hell. What you got is Superman that was a dick. Oh, yeah. We yeah. thought even the Batman Superman book could have just been him. Yeah, oh, it would have been great. And even the Batcave, and even yeah. play with shit with the amalgam deal, and you know the fucking uh, what's it called with both the uh, what do they call it with the uh, Batman the, 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 the robot, the Batman, Batman Superman well, no, robot. They have both of them together. I, what is the term for it? I forget. Uh, when they have that one where it's the symbol with the bat symbol and the Superman symbol together. Yeah, the, the, the world's finest symbol. Yeah, it's some. It's there's a name that I can't I can't come up with. Okay. I, I said amalgam, but it's not. It's it's a different term, but. Uh, Combination? <laughs> no, there is actually a, a deal, but uh, All right, I <laughs> really did want that. But instead, you got Superman, who was so upset that he wasn't powered that he was going to try to kill himself to do it. Yeah. Uh, you Good never, times. like, really, what what caused him to lose his powers? Quarmers. You don't know, <laughs> and we still don't know. We're, we're That's the idea I got. Time. We still don't know because it was the solar flare at one point. Then it wasn't. Then it was Vandal Savage taking him. Then it was this, that, and the other thing. He got his powers back by flying through the fortress. So I don't know what happened. Falling through the fortress. I don't know what happened. And through the whole thing, he treated Jimmy like shit. He treated Lois like shit. He treated Batman or uh, Wonder Woman like shit. He wanted to be getting yeah. accolades from fucking Myth Brawl. And also you had uh, four books uh. where at one point, like half of the – like Superman, Wonder Woman, like, we don't need this. And – if things didn't jive well, it just was – it was awful. It really was, and it lasted the, almost a year. The worst part to me, though, like we start out, we have the truth Superman. We're working on a timeline here that we started putting together, and all of a sudden Superman comes out. Oh, this is a prequel where he still has his powers. What? Yeah. And and that also we, we said where he lo- – okay, he lost his powers, and yet at points he had them. At points he, yeah. show, he shows up at the White House. His eyes are glowing red. He yeah, never told he didn't have heat vision anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How did he have the heat vision in one issue? But then he can't fly, but then he can fly a little bit. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. He's yeah. not strong, but he can pick up a thing. freighter. He's doing this, and they could have even played with a lot of like the conventions of Superman and, and had fun with it and things like that. Nope, they didn't do it. He's punching out people. He's just pissed off. It's freaking – it's just nonsense. It I mean, really he, is. He took a full-on punch with Aquaman, which if he was really depowered, should have taken his fucking head clean yeah, off. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Point. Yeah, they had that. That was freaking ridiculous. I think it's pretty close when Superman's powered up. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm telling you, the whole thing was just ridiculous, and I hated it. I hated it every week. It led to oh, this nonsense. whole League of Supermen, which ended up being turned into Final Days of Superman, <laughs> which leading into Rebirth. And it's it's it clear just... they had no... And even plan. now, they even then, no we, we, we get to the... Final Days of Superman, and uh, Tomasi's doing the whole story, and they made the whole thing. This is what's great. You're going to have a story that's written by one guy. Yes, the art will be different because you have to get the issues yeah. there, but it's going to be one guy. I still have this problem where each issue, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, they had this. Me and Eric are arguing on the podcast about, <laughs> you know, why is this? He, why is he saying this? And they're acting like they don't remember that. And, this, and uh, I'm telling you, a little sneak peek, it happens in the finale as well that, uh, you know, I'm not allowed to talk about yet. But it just, it's been trouble ever since it began. It, the rules change uh, with the powers, and yeah, you had these weird stories, and just like nobody talked to one another about what their fucking mission statement yeah, was. Yeah, we kept saying, and, and yeah, and at points the whole thing was that Gordon hated. It doesn't make sense to me. 
uh, we said this, we talked about this on the podcast all the time, where you have you know, Batman and Superman are pretty much best friends. Yeah. There is the commissioner that was friends with Batman, but yeah. yet when they meet, because Batman's at, they they hate each other, and it he really sh- was like over. He should have been like a geeked out fanboy. He should yeah. have been right. like, oh my god, yeah. he should have been, but he wasn't. Like, well, uh, man, I know the world's against you right now, but I remember you being a good guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. Batman just now. like, hey, you know up. what? Yeah, like, just like, dog. hey, I know you're a good guy, <laughs> but no, he wasn't. He was just a jerk. But uh, the number they two. They everybody a jerk in that book except for yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, really. Uh, the number two is Eric's Batman 44 review. Uh, that was you. a dark day. No, number two to me was <laughs> the weekly books just in general. Where they were shoving him down our throat. Very weekly. Oh, and it started off, like you said, with Batman Eternal, where it just went on too long. There was a middle part of that book that just people were just treading water through the whole it, thing. Yeah. And yet, like you said, I look back, I look book. back at Batman Eternal, and boy, those are the good old days. At yeah. least got some stories that were pretty cool, but really. By the time it ended, I didn't even know what we had learned or what we had done. And so all we had this. freaking Tim and Harper dealing with nanobots, and we had Batwing and Jim Corrigan dealing with ghosts. I'm like, yeah. what is this book about? Yeah, no, it was, it was all over the place. And the, the only thing that I didn't mind about that was you did get certain authors on there and certain creative teams where they would show up and you'd have three oh, yeah. issues, two issues. At least you knew what was coming on. Uh, but yeah. Things like that, and even like Clue Master and stuff like that. It started to get to a point where things weren't jiving. It ended. We were like, "Where did Hush go?" Uh, a lot yeah. of times in that, you just didn't know. And then, then you go into the uh, future's end, and basically that whole thing was just to set up Tim Drake as, as fucking so Batman Beyond. It's fucking nonsense. You went through that whole deal for that. Then World's End, like we said, World's End, the weekly. And it, I still it didn't don't know understand what it was the doing. timeline. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know the how. Future's people, end. Yeah. Future, yeah, I don't I, know how I, fucking, you know, we said, how is he sending him in, in time? How does yeah. that happen? Bro- Brother Eye in the present day yeah. has time travel capabilities. Yeah, yeah like, it, what, yeah. How, how did that Things happen? It didn't make sense. And, and yes. he could also lie somehow. But, yeah, somehow like you like, said, Futures and I'll give it at points, kind of fun at points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, yeah, I, 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 I like that. Yeah, I like the Remember when Frankenstein yep. was turning human again? Yes. Yeah, that was with the yeah, end of the battle. That was pretty cool. Metal, yeah. some fun points. But what my issue was, is it seemed like they did Batman Eternal. And yes, people could. And they're like, you know what? The reviews were okay. In the middle of the, you know, the road, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Boy, you know what? All these issues in, in a month. Boy, that really, you know, you have a yeah. Batman book, but all the Daddy, stuff, like it. 180,000, really? This is our best-selling thing now. We can start putting these out, and I think they went overboard with it. And then you had Batman and Robin Eternal, which is the last one. And to me, it really was nonsense. Uh, they, they led into that saying to us, hey, this is going to be a celebration of Robin. It wasn't. I don't <laughs> was- know what it was. It was a celebration of nothing. <laughs> And it was a good first issue is yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah, really it's a great first, first That's issue. It. I was in. And uh, then it just kept going. And again, I, I'm not Jim, a continuity Jim. guy. But when you have Where'd a weekly, sculpture go? Yeah, who knows where all these <laughs> things. When things change each week to the point where I just read an issue. Yeah, I forget shit. I'm not. The, yeah. the, I don't have the best memory. But when I see the week before they tell me you can't door into a place, oh, then they, all of a sudden you can. And, and also – this shouldn't come into it, but then you have these reviewers that were just jumping on with two issues, and they don't know, and they're going on, oh, it was so great when they doored right. Oh, that, no, 
It, yeah. But the rules were broken great. so much. You don't and, even and, know that they're spitting in your face. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, <laughs> all you got pretty much was to give us a origin of Harper so that she wasn't just a girl who was a tech genius uh, that fought her way from a, a shitty life and became really smart, cool. which I love. That's why I like. Yeah. I said earlier that I loved Harper in the Batman book, and I did. Because I thought that was the greatest. She was like a new style Tim Drake, where yep. she was, was so really smart good. and she was figuring out things. And yeah, and then Batman punched her in the face, which was a little odd. But yeah, here we have to make her a superhero. That she was genetically yeah, now she has to have and, a superhero and, origin. No, I did, yeah, that she was picked. Her mother was killed, and now she yeah, has I to. I don't, you know. I don't need that. And it almost, no. it was like almost like they thought, you know what? We never said anything about Harper's mom. Only that piece of shit, Dad. You know what? We can make a story about that. And it just, I really thought that that one especially was them laughing at us. Anybody yeah. who bought that book, they were laughing at us, saying, like, huh, you're going to buy this shit. Here you go. Here's another Here you go. Because everything it. just went on and on. And yeah, you had Azrael show up. And it was bullshit. You had Bane, who just disappeared. You had, yeah. you know, you had that whole like the Azrael thing. They really made a big deal. Oh my God, it's going to be there. But even that, that threw Eric off because if Bane didn't break the, it's all nonsense. It doesn't it, work it, now. No, and it, it was just like, and even then with the Lansing and Kelly, like they were, hey, batch shark repellent. What really? Go fuck yourself. I was so yeah. angry. And the whole I'm that still bothers me. That yeah. I'm telling you, Bane's whole introduction to Batman, no matter what, is that he came to town. Broke out the Arkham's to, uh, inmates to fucking wear the Batman down, and then he broke his back. Who was fucking yeah, taking over Batman? They even mentioned it in the new 52. Jean, exactly, and yeah. who's taking over for him during that time? Jean Paul Valley's not around. Yeah, I, it's then you just you're not supposed to think Nonsense. about it again. Story over content. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just it it drove me nuts, and I just thought. Oh, I think about. I just thought that they were trying to come up with a new thing, and I know that. Uh, the big thing, and I do think that that led to now the books being twice a month. I think that that was there, like okay, for sure, but, for sure. And the big thing, if Reggie did read that, that Dan DiDio's big, their big claim, they're so proud, and they're true. It's true. They never did miss uh, one. There was never a delay at yeah. all on these yeah. weeklies, and I think that that was just testing grounds to see if people would go for it, and also that if they could do it. And they that's why that's why some of these books had, had 403 artists yeah, on them. Because yeah, because they had that whole deal, yeah. But yeah. I, it, you know, uh, just, just a quick thing, though, to me, the I, I mentioned it before earlier in this podcast, but the biggest example of a, the failure of Future's End, and maybe of all the weeklies, in, in a sense, is the fact that in the second or third to last issue, Lana Lang suddenly, out of nowhere, with really no preamble as to why it happened, <laughs> has the power to make insects. Insects. Like, like, grow, uh. burst out of a guy's face or yep. something. I don't remember exactly, but, like, where the hell did that come from and it's why? Just like, like, they had that idea to throw and it I, I'm, so no, I'm telling you, though. It developed it, 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 yeah. It's something that I actually had to look up because she is from Earth 2. She was an Earth 2 refugee that she was keeping on the down low about that. And in the Earth 2 continuity, Lana had that uh, power at one point in the old in the old continuity. In the, pre, in the pre-New 52, right? Yes. Yeah, but as far as in Future's End, they didn't say shit. No, they didn't. They didn't say a damn thing about it. You know what no, I mean? they did not. I, mean, I had to do like, research. And I'm, no. after I did the research, you know what? I'm okay with it. I know what's going on. That's all I give a shit. I went. I went back. I was like, "Where did this happen?" I went back to earlier issues. I was like, "Did she get this on Cadmus Island?" Nope. None, none nope. of that happened. Uh, she just suddenly can make sex appear in your face. All it, all they had to go on for it was she was a meta from Earth Two that she didn't tell anybody about. Yeah, 
and I guess that was her meta. That was her thing. Yeah, bug power. Bug power. Yeah, I. Again, they might not have missed a beat or missed an issue, but yeah, they had some issues. And uh, my number oh, one, did they have issues. Yeah, they had a lot of with issues. their issues. Well, my number one kind of uh, that this will get mentioned, <laughs> but yeah, it it's in general the big events, you know, those September events, besides possibly Villains Month. And I think that Villains Month worked okay, uh, yeah. mainly because they were just one-shots with each character. You didn't have yeah. to have... Mostly. There, you know, yeah, but they, again, there wasn't like, you could read the Poison Ivy one. It's not going to screw you up with the Joker one. But, they, you know, yeah. and they were hit and miss. Some of them were really good. Some of them just sucked. Um, but other than that, I think all the other events were, were really not well-planned. Uh, though it's, they should have been. It was so good behind the scenes that nobody gets to hear that how angry Jim got when they brought back those 3D covers for what oh Future's End was. Oh, really? The second and time? That yeah. almost actually, that almost made my list uh, because it just <laughs> got so those radical. The lenticular fucking, covers. Lenticular. Oh, my God. I was like, really? You're going to do. Oh, I was so angry. And they These sold. trick fucking ponies. Yeah, they sold. And uh, just even the September event deal, but yeah. Uh, the big one, though, to me, wasn't a September event. It was Convergence and the whole thing. We're, we're led to believe that they had to do that because they were moving from New York to Burbank. Those all that fuck you. No, no, who no. these writers aren't that it's not 1930. Uh, you know what I'm saying? First off, they're not getting in the fucking covered wagons and heading yeah. out west. They, they're Scott, just Scott Snyder was, was packing boxes. You and know, you and can't they had, tell uh, me. Are you telling Van, me? Van Jensen yeah. had to call yeah, the truck. I said. And That's fucking, right. Uh, Scott Snyder himself. I think he's the one who bought the pizza. You always have to have a guy buying pizza <laughs> when you're right. moving. Yeah, but to me, to me, you're, you, they're giving you this idea like uh, Dan DiDio's desk. Is that like you don't have an office already set up there, and yeah. most of these people don't work at that office? No. That, yeah, that might be editorial. It's not whatever, the old bullpen. That you can have this done. You can have you could have a office already set. Those people go, or you can have shit ahead of time. Not an event though. This event where again we were lied to. They, we were told Dan DiDio had these videos. I remember oh, convergence. There are stories that are still remain out there and untold, and that's what we're doing. And what they tried to do was make the best of both worlds. They wanted to get all these old fans back. Well, number one, it was too late. It's way yeah. past that. These people, well it's years and years past. They're not going with this convergence of a, oh, and if they did, now you have made enemies of people. Yeah, yeah they might have said, yeah, they might have <laughs> said before, like, oh, the new 52, oh, I'm a little pissed. Now they're really pissed because if you went, oh, you know, say I'm a Nightwing fan, and oh, my God, oh, he has the costume on, oh, my God, I'm in. And then I find out that you're in a dome on a fucking planet, an alien planet that opens up and yet you started out this whole thing was it seemed like a uh, battle royale you know city versus city uh, whoever's going to win is going to be the one really what happened at the because we were told that nothing nobody won and no, the shit, everybody was put back in their timeline that was then erased yeah, and the shit ended up that the, the we we're talking about rules and things and i, I was going to say earlier eric you're a big continuity fan i'm not a huge continuity fan but if you set up rules, you should follow. 
That's yeah. all I want. This I don't is, care. There are rules. This yeah. is not now. I don't care. Like, again, you, oh, well, who, if Bane broke the bat? I can just say, you know what? That happened before somebody Shut did. Up, Maybe Eric. we'll talk about it. Whatever. <laughs> but when you say that when these domes go down, nobody has powers, and yet the atom is making a big fucking hand, which makes no sense. Some of the, I forget which book was, they had people flying. Yeah. It made no sense. Sometimes they had powers with the dome. Yeah. Sometimes they didn't know. A yeah. metamorpho turned it, back to yeah. Rex Mason. Yep, so that's Rex how Mason. much. It, that was really cool. Uh, which, but, which was cool. But then in other ones, now Supergirl, she can fly and do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. While the yeah. She's up. doing things. And then I mean, some you, of the issues. You may not like, you may not like long continuity or, or care that much, but. Between two issues, there yes, should be continuity. I want, and I want rules. Two successive I, issues. Yes. And you got these things where that it's... That fucking earthquake? God. Yep, the earthquake. And some of them had it. Some of them did it. It affected some different ways and all that. And well, you got the, nothing. The biggest... The biggest problem is at the end of the I can't remember which one it was. One of the teen two one of the two Teen Titans books, our Titans team was transported to a whole to other a whole world. Different planet where Jericho was just staring off in the space, right? Yeah, and, and that's nothing. it. And that's where we end. I'm like, what what happened to these characters? That where was, did they go? Why are we here? What the fuck do you say? Uh, Convergence two. And yeah, and Electric yet Boogaloo. there were some of those I really liked the swamp thing. And I Definitely. think that they were very impressed that led like, hey, let Len Wein still has it. Let's get this uh six issue mini that came from that. And I loved, loved the Lois and Clark, which they ended yeah. up making a book. That's the only one I demanded to have that actually worked out for me. But I love that <laughs> too. And yeah, I, I like some question issues because it was yeah, really, a really, was good really good story too. But like I went in thinking I was a big fan of like the, the I didn't like zero hour, but I was a big fan of that era of DC comics. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's go into this. Those were the, that was the oh, worst. The goddamn worst. It was. What's that with and like shadow of the bat? And that was that, yeah. that, Oh my yeah, God. Parallax Parallax there, yeah. Yeah, the best one was Superboy, just because that was all nostalgia too. Cause I just wanted the Metropolis kid again. I do like that. Years. Remember that yeah. was the one with the snow globes that I was pissed off yeah, about I know. Titanic. <laughs> Reggie wrote that. Had, Remember you made that right. thing? Yep. Uh, all I, I got like, the lousy Kingdom, t-shirt. Yes. You had the Kingdom Come characters, and then I told him, like, oh, that's pretty cool. Superboy yeah. versus Kingdom Come Superman. And nothing came of it. Nothing came from it. A lot of those, nothing came from I remember the uh, the Red Sun stuff was nonsense. You didn't know oh, what. God, the Wonder sad. Woman was just not uh, really awful. Some Red of these Rain were, was bad, yeah. except for Swamp Thing. That's what I meant, the Red Rain one. The Red Rain Wonder Red, Woman Red was Sun terrible. Wasn't good the Red either. Sun was okay. I remember fucking, uh, was the thing it, is, there were the two comics? Red Rains. I mean, this, this is how poorly it was, it was. the editorial was. The Swamp Thing Batman one was also Red Rain. Yeah, yeah. It, so it, 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 they kept doing They kept overlapping. I mean, the, the thing that kills me about this, I don't think it was a good idea. I don't think they, sh- they needed to do it or should have done it. But it was announced in July the year before. Yeah. Yes. So they had, they fuck, had plenty what, of what time. Was it? it was April and May, yep. right? Was it March and April? Well, and I so, know. I actually so, heard So they it. had yeah. eight They had months. tons of time. Eight but yet, but yet, I heard an interview with Frank Thierry, who he said that his uh, Suicide Squad ended up being changed like right before. They wanted to change shit on it, and they wanted to do this right before. And uh, he also did the uh, one, the Justice Justice League one with the women. Justice League with the women, yeah. yeah with the women, he did that, and they changed things around a little on I, that. I liked it well. initially; it kind of fell apart. But here's the, the thing: a lot know. of these issues. Uh, first off, me and Eric said. If you're going to have it, uh, three issues would have worked out better because you had yeah. this buildup and then you had a, you needed that middle issue to kind of set things. But uh, things were all over the place and just a bunch of nonsense. But I, I just I didn't like it 
I like some of the books, but in general, yeah, I'm, not, and again, I'm not even talking about the main book that you already mentioned, no. Rick. That was nonsense. And because yeah. it just, just things just were all over the place. And I feel for, like you said, something that was supposed to be planned up. Now, uh, we weren't aware. I actually, uh, threw that out to you. Uh, they had a, an event, like a kind of a weird event right before the new 52 between Flashpoint and the new 52. I don't even remember what it was called. Do you, Reggie? Retroactive? They put up Retroactive, where they actually released a bunch of books. Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, Superman, Green Lantern, and I believe like a Justice League. Flash, Justice League. What they did, and Flash. And what they did was they got some old writers who would write stories in a debt like, oh, here's the 70s Flash. And they'd get a writer from the 70s Flash and write a story that was in the vein of that or finish it. They had They could even go from that. It seems like what Convergence should have been, where yeah, they yeah. could have had a Gail Simone write a uh, Dick Grayson, Barbara Gordon story. You don't have to be on the fucking planet with a dome. No. Just go back <laughs> to that. What they did was then at the end of these, half of it was this one story, and the second half was a reprint of a big story of that time. And they had a 70s, 80s, 90s uh, for each character. I'd never heard of it. I thought it was the coolest thing because that's what I think Convergence should have been. Yeah. And, uh, and finish stories that way. Have them finish. If, if people always wanted to see Barbara and Dick get married, you have that. Have t- two issues there of that. Don't You don't need this nonsense. And, and yes, yeah, I guess maybe on Wednesday we're going to find that this all ties in. The Tello shows up and punches somebody in the face and everything springs. But I don't know. But it just don't you ever talk not, about television. I'm telling you, it. nothing came <laughs> from it though. Not, you had this big thing, and yet you didn't get what you were promised, and then nothing came from it. It really, it just, it blows my mind that Manship likes it. No, I'm yeah. saying, all right. it, it just shows a total lack of editorial yeah. foresight, which yeah. really you could say for yeah. almost all of the new fifty-two. Yeah. yeah, the new fifty-two had problems with that. Uh, Eric, what is your uglies? My ugly is Tomasi getting screwed over with every goddamn book he does. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, freaking, he starts out with Batman and Robin, one of my favorite books when the New 52 started. And then, you know, he gets Damien. Damien is taken away from him, so he has to scramble to make this book he has work. And it never got it never got back to where it was. Those final issues were great, but then it was immediately canceled, which never made sense to me because it's a fucking great book. And then we get, like... His little sprints are like detective comics where every story he tells is forced to be shortened down yeah. to two issues. Yeah, from out six of nowhere. to two issues, almost yeah. all of them. Yeah. And then we have freaking um, like the Superman freaking thing. Who knows what's going on with this? He has I, this two-month fucking story. I, I don't know because don't know. It, it seems Things like it was supposed like, to be one well, thing they, beforehand the solicits and now it's don't changed. Match. The solicits don't match, and that is something that always happens. You know, we've seen this over and over again. But when the, the name of the whole event – "Quote unquote crossover event changes after yeah. two issues. Like they yeah. all of a sudden they decide now it's on the book. It wasn't on the book at first. We have those first two issues of the this uh, crossover. It doesn't have final days of Superman. We heard that, and even then I thought that meant the first month. Like they were going to do that. Too. Remember they said like oh, and, and then all of a sudden they just it, things aren't right. This what we t- were told. Oh, Superman is upset because of what happened. It didn't even seem like he was going to die at first. It was that yeah. he was upset at what happened. Oh, but he wants to make sure that he goes. And remember, it even seemed like this was going to be against, say, a Batman. What like I need to make my own Lee. It just seems so weird. I don't know what the hell happened. It just seemed completely different from what yeah. we originally heard yeah. to what we finally got. 
And like even his run on Superman Wonder Woman. Yeah. It, like everything uh, it got screwed from crossovers. That that whole I'm thing you, he got screwed. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Tomasi because obviously he can get shit done on time. I think he's a very strong writer. He was writer a big editor do, at one point. Yeah. And when he can do yeah. what he wants unfettered, his stories are amazing. Yeah, but DC said, you know what? We like you so much that we know you can take this. We're going to fuck you so yeah, goddamn I, I bad. Just, I think he's a yes man who will do whatever they say for the he's good a, of the company. He's a team he'll, player. Yeah, you he know. He'll do what needs to be done. He was a big editor at one point. Yeah. I think he understands that as well. Like, hey, it's not really their fault. we got to do this. we got to do that. So he's more open to doing that because he may have had to have done that to some writers before and knows from both ways. And, uh, yeah, he, he's been screwed. Yeah. Mostly this just stems off my fucking gigantic hatred for what happened to fucking the Batman and Robin oh, run yeah. because of how much I enjoyed it. But and it's weird, too. It really goes, it really goes into, a, like, the recent Detective Comics because mm-hmm. we wanted to enjoy those books, something fierce. So, Tomasi's on this? Oh, yeah. They yeah, never we said Tomasi, and remember I said, they're never going to put fucking Robot Gordon on the Justice League. All of a sudden, he was Bam. going to be, and you, Reggie, you talked to him in person, and he said yeah. that was supposed to be six issues, and it got shoved down because of Robin War, got shoved down to two. Two or yeah, three. And I it, got, it got fucked, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a writer I normally have tremendous faith in. Yeah. So do I. You know, everything before recently, the last few years, has been top-notch. His yeah, digital yeah. stuff he did for the Arkham Knight. Yeah, the Arkham Knight. Uh, and those oh, video yeah, game really books. That. That those are really it. good. Um, so the, the man has chops. It's not a matter of whether he can write or not, but I just think he was really hemmed up and constrained yeah. by editorial. All, and the crossovers, it's like... So many books in the New 52, not even just Tomasi's, we can say we never got to really see what they were going to do. Nightwing, Gail Simone's Batgirl, they kept getting dragged into these fucking yeah. Bat crossovers every year, just yeah. ruining it, you know? So uh, I think Green Lantern was the worst offender, though. Probably the worst of all of them, yeah. yeah we, ne- we never got to see Jon Stewart do any. It was, it was always Jon Stewart had to, like, go back to... Uh, feeling bad about blowing up ranks, and then get dragged into another crossover, and then back to feeling bad about blowing up ranks. Right? That was That's that a, was the planet. That that was the whole. Th- I, um, no, ranks is the um the the fucking uh the yellow lantern planet. Oh, oh dude. the sentient thing. The hell was that goddamn planet he blew up? Fucking fatality's planet. Yeah, I, oh, I can't right, remember. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it was like he never got out of that. He never got out of that cycle, you know. And that it's just funk. like. It's just like when when do we move forward? You know, never. We just are always spinning the drain, waiting for another crossover, and uh, that's not really a good way to make comics. I think absolutely not. No. All right, let's go. Next thing is it's a tie for me. Superboy slash Hawkman and the treating them of them. Ooh, because I'm telling you, we start the new fifty two, and I'm like, okay, I came in a year late, but I I jumped on board and I went back and got all the goddamn back issues. Here we have. <laughs> Hawkman. I love Hawkman. I, he's, a, he's a lame character. I dig fucking B and C list yeah. characters. But I'm like, Hawkman has suffered so much because he's never had a proper continuity. It's always been back and forth with the fucking uh, Egyptian reincarnation yeah, to the Thanagarians. Yeah. And it's just a goddamn jumble of a mess. Here we have the opportunity to fucking see it through. One continuity, one origin. Let's fucking do it. And by issue zero, they had completely fucked it up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we were 13 issues in with issue zero, and it, they had started at that where he was an archaeologist. He got affected by the nth metal. He became this hawk man. And I'm like, okay, I'll go with it. That's what you're telling me to do? I'm cool. Mm-hmm. We have one story. Issue zero. Oh, yes, that's right. I'm an alien. 
you you haven't told me this in 12 goddamn issues, nope. motherfucker. You think that's something you would have mentioned. How the hell did you get a goddamn degree in archaeology if you're a goddamn area? Where's your social security <laughs> card, motherfucker? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, Khalid's dad and uh, Dr. Fate, his doctorate uh, or his uh, med school deal didn't transfer from Egypt. I don't know that a degree yeah, in an alien, from from an alien planet yeah. is coming hard way. Probably not. No. So, yeah, Haw- Hawkman was treated like shit from the get-go, and I – just could never get it. I'm telling you, Rob Liefeld's take on the character, he's the one who actually had to introduce the Thanagar thing. I know he was fucking manhandled by the yeah, editors that was and what that they wanted the direction. That too. That, yeah. But those were the strongest issues because we even had this this whole painted style in the first couple of issues, which I actually didn't like. I didn't think it told the story very well. And I'm like, okay, but we still got this going on. I'm going to get my Hawkman. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to keep reading, motherfuckers, so it's good. <laughs> and we brought in Gentleman Ghost. Like, awesome, Gentleman Ghost. We brought in Static Shock. The stories just were not there, and they just fucked up the character over and over again, and it was so annoying. And, this and was eventually their, it was canceled. This was their chance to set everything right. Yeah. This was their well, their big chance to, to, like you say, just like pick an origin and march That's, forward, and they couldn't even fucking do, do that. You know, They that had to was, like, dick around with it. That was the greatest thing I think that happened to Wonder Woman was the New 52 because we finally had an origin yeah. and it has stuck and I'm happy with it. I like her being the daughter of Zeus. I think it's badass. And then we have my other tie, my tie for this, Superboy, where we had the mm-hmm. same thing. We could take – I like Superboy more than I like Superman. And here we had this boy. He was the clone of Lois Lane and Superman at one point and then he was the clone of uh, Lois and Superman from an alternate future's son, Jonathan – John Lane Kent, and it it changed like another time. I can't even remember what the fuck it was. This book was so hard to follow with the time travel and shit and how they kept changing his fucking origin as the book progressed. And then at one point, he was just gone, and then John Lane Kent, the evil Superboy from the parallel future, came and took over his place. And I was furious. But the one thing that was decent about this book is that it ended with John Lane Kent redeeming himself, becoming a half-decent character, but by the end, we also were we had fifty two other superboys. Every superboy from every play, like Earth of the multiverse showed up in this fucking pocket universe bubble at a hive fucking facility. And I'm like, God damn it! Why did you have to fuck Superboy up so goddamn Why? bad? You know what I mean? It, that that goes back to my Teen Titans thing too. Exactly. It's the same kind of thing where they just couldn't get it right, and they kept trying to redo it, restart it, bring in another new Superboy, and it was just abysmal. You know, it was just like. Do we who who wants to see Superboy as a sustained bad guy? Yeah. No one. No one. It's Superboy. He's fucking a good guy all the time. He's a hero. Let the man be a hero, you know, and uh, or the boy be a hero. And, and I, they, they never did. I never got into that costume they gave him with the fucking the piping and the fucking the black suit with the Superman S with the red and like the red piping going through it. Never got a hold of that. I really like those promo shots before the New 52 came out where he's in the black T-shirt and he had like the S barcode tattooed oh, yeah, on yeah. him. The Young Justice I, look. I love that. I really dug those initial promos. We never got that, though. Yeah. And he, like he just put him in this fucking really stupid Superboy costume that never worked for me. But this character was mishandled from the get-go. And I just don't think we're going to see him again, really. I it's like we have we have him again. Like, like all right, put him, put him to rest for a little while, you know? like Yeah. If you're not going to handle him right, just let him let him sleep. I just miss fucking Connell. I love the character so much. Now we're going to have Jonathan uh, Jonathan Kent as Superboy in the uh, Rebirth. Yeah. And it's I'm okay with that. I will read it. I'll probably love it. 
I just miss Connell because so he ends up smoking crack or something, you know, know, doing some crazy shit. It goes back to conversion. So with my nostalgia where I just love the Metropolis kid, I want to see Superboy again because it's the death of Superman. And then the freaking the reign of Superman after that, where I fell in love with him. And I'm like, that's what I want to see. So no, that Superboy I'd love to see. The, the yeah. motorcycle jacket and the fucking <laughs> yeah, punk the ass attitude. I love that guy. Such a little prick. And my number one pick for the ugly is what the fuck was up with Pandora? <laughs> Can anybody answer me this? Because Pandora was this gigantic character when the New 52 started. She took what Flash fucked up in Flashpoint. She took the Earth and then grabbed the Wildstorm fucking Earth yep. and combined them, the Vertigo Earth, combined them, and... We're going to make a whole new 52 Earth, the yeah, Prime Earth, and, and, and you she know had this power. And the best thing about this is just the, is uh, yeah, the, the things coming out for Rebirth kind of goes against all that, too. So they, yeah. they've even fucked her more. Uh, yeah. You know, what they're saying happened, it makes no sense with Pandora. They said this. I think they forgot whole, about her. We had this whole thing where she was in the background somewhere in every first every issue. And, every issue. Uh, and that was a like, gimmick. But yeah, it, it was still gimmick, was. She was supposed to be the one involved. So when you saw that. Importance yeah, here. when you saw exactly. that first flash, she was there because it was almost like she was checking up on the thing. You know what I mean? Or she was just. Everybody. She was sure. everywhere. She was God. I even I read. I read her solo book until yeah. a certain event that will be mentioned in my ugly. Yeah, Eric uh, read it as well. Uh, and, and and I remember thinking it was like it could be a lot better. I loved her character design though. I really oh, thought it was badass. I really thought she looked awesome with a cloak and then the two golden guns, like the god guns, and those, the fucking tattoo scars on her the, fucking the, the face. The facial scars, like I was like, this is a cool looking and character. And even like you're somewhere. saying about Pandora, and that could even just go hand in hand with like just the start of the new Fifty Two. Yeah. We never really got any sort of. Well, no, you know, because she was introduced as this character who had the power to change planets, yeah. Earths, and the fucking. But after that. All she was was Pandora, the woman who opened Pandora's box, which turned out to be a gateway to Earth 3, of all things. And somehow none of this ever lined up or made sense. Because how are the seven deadly sins coming out of Earth 3 that she has to go through time and kill and eventually find the weapons to finally kill? How does that go to her having the power to form planets? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, like, you know, she she seems to be all powerful, almost on like a omnipotent level. Yeah, but then now she's back, like shooting. Weird yeah, and guns, really, so. she's shooting guns. And yeah, <laughs> at some point, sense. if this was going to be the big thing, like the big new fifty-two thing, you would have thought up until this rebirth, yeah, there would have been something. Maybe the Justice League would have been fighting her as well, you know. But nothing. She's we haven't done. heard Mur. She's never done. Hear of That's what I'm again. saying. She's done, yeah. which makes it like. Okay, well, we really didn't mean that. All that stuff at the beginning was a bunch of nonsense. It was. It, yeah, it seems like they're going to... Although, don't it. forget that Pandora was in the Trinity of Sin. Yeah, she Fred was in Stranger Trinity of Sin. And the question, which Eric is going to describe in one sentence right now. Fucking nonsense. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was not good. There was nothing to that book, and we didn't get anything from the question. We still, to this day, know nothing about the New 52 question. No. Except that he can disappear in a fucking question mark smoke cloud. Yeah. It's no. obviously like it's like supernatural. That's about it. That's it. That's no. all you got. Fucking goddamn it. Lame. Reggie, you go with yours, and then we'll wrap it up. We're gonna bump some uglies over here. Ah. My number three ugly moment of the new fifty-two was the Batwoman marriage controversy. That was awful. Awesome. Uh, by uh, some ugly shit right Gage there. Williams the third, and I can't remember his first name. Blackman was on. Yep. Um, now. People that don't know what it is is that uh, they had been writing this long form arc where Batwoman, uh, Katie Kane, was 
getting uh, romantic with uh, Detective Essen from the Gotham City Police Department, right? And they were supposed to get married. And apparently DC put the kibosh on it, said no marriages, not no gay marriages, but no marriages. No, no marriages DC. in general. Yeah. And it's I, very I mean, unfortunate well. to have to be a gay couple. Yeah, yeah. well, I, and, I, and I'm actually, I actually said last time we recorded this that I actually agree with that, that when yeah. you have a serial story, it is difficult to have a married couple because it just adds a dynamic that doesn't, doesn't ring true. Someone's not going to like, you know, it's like the first Superman. You know, you're not going to give a shit about holding back Hoover Dam when the woman you love is being threatened or, you know, she yeah, might yeah. die because of it. So it, it, it kind of puts a, you know, puts a little extra complication into the story. So I do agree with the idea of not having marriage or at least limiting the number of marriages or the type of marriages, but not to the, you know, the fact that it was going to be a gay marriage, I think that... And I think that... that and that fans, caused some troubles. That that for, did get people jumping on it. I think also for fans of the book, I mean, remember that book was... It wasn't like that book was crossing over into the Bat titles, dude. No, that actually, me and Eric used to... I was like, hey, why isn't Batwoman in the death yeah. of the family? She's, a, she's not part of the family. She's in, she was in her own world. And I think for yeah. the people reading that, they were watching this relationship develop and they wanted to see it yeah, come to fruition. I'm and, telling you, man, my girlfriend doesn't read comics, but she started reading the Batwoman title, and she fell in love with the story. She loved these characters, and when I told her about this happening, this whole controversy, and that the writers were leaving, uh, she immediately dropped the book. She, she wanted was nothing. She wanted nothing, but she was so outraged well, and because she that, had been yeah. reading this point, and, and this is what did, it was coming to. Then they made it like I didn't mind Mark and Draco's run, who came on afterwards. I thought he, yeah. you know, he had to pick up the pieces. Nobody probably wanted to jump on that book then because you're oh. just going to get shit. Yeah, but it's unfortunately. Then they went the opposite way and ruined the whole relationship. Like they could have had it that they weren't going to get married. You could have, but boy, they, it just went to hell. They just yeah. everything. Then it's they like an even overreaction. Talking. Yeah, they weren't even talking then. And oh, we're not getting married. We're through. But like we said, also one. Uh, um, what's it called? God damn it, Aquaman and Mara were. You know, they never really said, but they seemed to be married. And Buddy they Baker, really Buddy Baker be was married. married. Well, sure he, is. He, he was, was the only married guy, I think, in and, all of uh, these. And then later on, we get um, Lois and Clark in that uh, Superman right. Lois and Clark. Uh, that was the big thing where Lois and, and Superman weren't married when the New 52 started again. Uh, but also, I guarantee you, and we saw a little spoiler, but I guarantee you we're going to see a couple marriages pretty quick. In the rebirth, I think that's another thing that they're going to try to uh, – uh, go against. I think. Yeah, roll back uh, the. Yeah, I really do. I think they're gonna. Hey, look at us. We're we're new and exciting now, and I don't think they have that edict anymore. <laughs> marriage is an adventure all, sudden, all on yeah. its own. If they knew I, anything, they know that marriage is nothing. Yes, Batwoman if it's is not back, new and exciting. Back, Batwoman <laughs> is back in Detective Comics. I say she gets married seven times in the first <laughs> month. What's more exciting than sleeping with the same person for the rest That's of your life? Rest yeah. of your life. Like, Jesus Christ. Sleeping <laughs> with them. Yeah, yeah, really. Just sleeping. Is that what we're supposed to do? Just sleeping with. Yeah, that was that was bad though, and that really was uh, one of the first big like controversies of the new that I remember that people really were pissed up at. But yeah, actually, I think I remember your list, and the thing I was just going to bring up, I think, is on your list as well. It was the creator walkouts number two. That was the Uh, one. This this really started really from very early in the new fifty two, but it really picked up in the second year. Uh, in order, I just have a couple written down here, but George Perez walked off as Superman after the first or before the first issue. Yeah, it was uh, crazy. Really, yeah. Be, really if, I, if I remember, it's because Graham Morrison was doing his fucking banana shitting over in Action Comics. Yeah, nonsense. He, he, he wasn't sharing what he was doing with anyone else. 
So George Perez couldn't build off of that. I mean, it, like, it was like a prequel comic happening over here, and George Perez. I, yeah, was you, really you want to if you're gonna do it. if you're gonna do the past, we have to know what's happening. We, we have like to know what's happen. like yeah. Killing the Kents, stuff so like that. You would have to have that. Well, if you have the Kents in the fucking Superman comic, but you find out later they died, you would want to know that. Which yes. is, I don't think that, but it, that's the kind of thing that exactly happened, and it was just uh, said. But the I'm second, saying it's just stuff like that, though. The second one that uh, really was a big news was Rob Liefeld walking off, and he was oh, yeah. doing Hawkman at the time. Hawkman, now, Deathstroke, um, Hawk and Dove, I think he had as well. Really, that's, that's right, he was. He was, and he was drawing Hawk and Dove also. Was he yeah. drawing Hawkman also too? I believe. Um, I can't say off the top of my head, but maybe. Anything, anything Hawk. Well, I know, it. yes. I know <laughs> that the Hawkman, the big thing that he yelled was it did, the sales went up. When he went on the book, they, he said that was the whole fight with him That's and Scott Snyder. That's when the book Snyder. got good. And Listen, he said I don't, uh, the sales went up. I don't, you know, anyone that knows me knows that I have no love for Rob Liefeld's art, but I'll tell you, the man is a straight shooter. Damn right. Uh, I, you know, he, he speaks the truth, and I think he does understand comics and what makes comics work, you know? Button flies. Uh, and and you know Doritos, the ranch ranch flavored Doritos yes. and all the other extremes. And it'll, it'll never get old. Everybody always talking about. I, I love talking about button fly jeans. I love that. About. Spike you Man. Know? I actually I call him that, Spike Man. I watched that the commercial again two weeks ago. Yeah, wow, I, just, I love watching every now and again. Just to refresh your to love. Me, he is. I like, like Rob Liefeld. Uh, I I was just gonna. If you would have, he is Guy Gardner to me as a real yeah, person. Right. He's a guy I who's going to tell you what's going to go on. He doesn't care. And yeah, he's over the top. He thinks he's the greatest thing ever. But if he says, hey, you know what? The editorial screwed me over. I believe him. I believe yes, him. He's, a, he's a dick. He hates a lot of people. But I believe everything he says. I mean, he, he was talking about it was, really, it was really the last minute changes. And the way he said he was like, I mean, I really mean. Last minute, yeah, he which said means last like minute. he must have been practically like fucking changing copy as they're like walking off well, to the again, printing and, press. And then you and have him where then all of a sudden a, an issue gets ripped apart or a thing. He's going to come out and say it. He's not going to just be saying like, oh, you know what? It was like a Tomasi. Hey, you know yeah. what? We have to work. No, he's like, fuck that. They told me to change that shit. I wanted this. He claims he had like a whole other run that he had planned and yeah. they were like no we want you to do this because again i think one of the things was supposed to tie into something else that never happened and he was just pissed yeah he doesn't like scott snyder and uh, he, he got into beef with scott snyder yeah. and a couple of guys in marvel who he's actually going to be drawing a book for now so yeah. all things all all hatchets can be buried my friends don't worry yeah yeah all water goes up the bridge skull. Uh, the next one I got down here is Andy Diggle walked off of... Uh, well, actually, after that was when the Batwoman thing happened. Yep. And Andy Diggle walked off of... I think it was Action Comics. Okay. Uh, rumor was that he wanted to cut off Superman's hand. Whatever it was, so though, crazy. He, he was announced and walked off before the first yeah, issue even that. came that out. Happened, that, it's the weirdest thing because there's... How a couple bad of, are things getting when you're yes. not, even, not even fucking getting the first well, issue? Again, that's out, you know? another one you're going to mention, same thing. That Joshua yeah, exactly. Falcoff, they announced he was going to be on it, and I, I think at that point, I forget what book he did. He, it, it was a science fiction book. I, I wanted to say Exo Manowar, but I, I don't even. It's something like that, whatever it was. But it seemed to fit. Like, oh my God, they're going to have this. He's like a hard side, and yeah. and they wanted him to kill John Stewart was the talk, and he didn't want to yeah. do that, and. It, 
just weird. It, it, it seems weird. unbelievable to me that they would want to kill John Stewart. I mean, like that is, he, yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not morons. You what's know? weird like, to me though is that you've announced this guy's going to be on, and then you spring that on him. When did they, know, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you said about uh, Andy Dickel, all of a sudden they want to do this, but it seems like they're are they too? Was DC too quick to announce these guys? Yeah. Or they wind they and just... shined him and they put the announcement out like yeah. that night while they were still drunk, you know, like, yeah. oh, we got Andy Diggle. Yeah, oh, Andy Diggle, yeah, say that. They're like, Andy Richter, he doesn't do that. No. So, I mean, all, all these things point to the fact that editorial was just an absolute shambles at this time. You know, they, they didn't have it together. I We could point fingers at who, maybe this, that person, again, but obviously they I'll were even not add one, too. Other was uh, Gail Simone. They fired her right. at one point. They had to bring her back. Then she wanted to do what she said, a lighter tone of Batgirl. They said, no, we don't want that. We want it dark like the rest yeah. of the books. And then she got she left uh, the book. And then what's her name? Katie Kubert, right? Yeah, Katie Kubert left. Then yeah, she, she left. left. She was the editor of the book. She left, went to Marvel that same day and was at a conference. And then a fucking... Then Team Batgirl came in and did what seemed to be what Gail Simone wanted to do, and it yeah. just, everything was a disaster. But yeah, one I would think she was she'd fired. Be so she was fired. They had fucking. Then they had to bring her back because the outcry. They just didn't know what they were doing. And I, and I mean, you know, everyone has their own opinion about Gail Simone, but if you're a major comics publisher firing Gail Simone, considering the kind of fan base she has. Yeah. You really are a fucking moron. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fire her. And I don't love everything no. she does. Now, I'm a here's fan of deal. Her shit. It's one thing for a book to be canceled. Like, if, if they were going to, if if she yeah. was on uh, Birds of Prey and somehow the sales are down, you cancel a book. But they weren't well, canceling back. They were yeah. they were firing her and continuing the book. And, yeah, people aren't going to go for that. Yeah, that was, that was a big boner by DC. And, uh. All that shit, it just, it just points to what we've been saying all along, that they had no real unified vision, editorial direction. It was just a bad news. Yeah. But uh, my number one ugliest moment. With a bullet. With a bullet. The thing that pulled me off of the dark line altogether, except for Constantine, was Blight. The the 18-issue crossover spinning out of Forever Evil that was all of the magic characters doing... So bad. God knows motherfucking what. 18 it, issues. 18 it, it issues. It was insane how long this felt. And I and I read every single one. And I wasn't. So I. And as you know, I wasn't reviewing shit at the time. Yeah. So I didn't have to. You were just doing them. it. I was just doing it because I loved. So when the DC, when the new 52 was announced and they said they were going to do all these different lines, they were going to do a dark line. Yeah. You know that Reggie has always loved his weird, <laughs> weird yeah, DC Reggie loves books. the weird stuff and loves the dark the weird stuff. Shit. So I was like, wow. And then I love Frankenstein Agents of Shade just like you. I yeah. love Justice League Dark at first. JOD, that first six issues was amazing. Yeah, the, the Jeff Lemire run on it was awesome. You know, uh, I loved so much of that. And even even books like Phantom Stranger by Dan DiDio, that was okay. I love that one. It, yeah, it, yeah. it was pretty solid, Pandora. I read that. I was pretty much on board for almost every, if if not every, dark book off the top of my head. I, actually, I didn't read shit like Voodoo, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I read a, I read a lot of stuff. I read. Uh, and I was also reading uh, Constantine and stuff like that. So I was uh, I was you know spending a lot of money on their dark books, and when yeah, Blight, right. well, the minute they announced Blight and they said eighteen issues, there was an alarm bell. <laughs> I, like, that's a long fucking crossover, considering that Forever Evil is only you know. Seven issues, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't understand how you're going to spin out 18 issues, and it fucking sucked. It's, it was basically two stories. The first story was Phantom Stranger's 
boy. Yeah, I'm trying to remember how this played out. Can't remember this kid's name, but he became the angel of redemption. Yes, something like that, you know. And it took that took nine issues, and then the other nine issues they went to Nanda Parbat because Felix Faust was sort of the the uh, mastermind uh, behind that. He was trying to steal all the magic while Forever Evil was going on, and he was doing it for the crime syndicate. So that there was that that was the tenuous link. And then it just nine issues of like all all the magic people strapped into this into this uh, cyclotron. Oh, I remember! Oh my god! And I think this is the point where Pandora became this uh, embodiment of light as well. Is that's right? That's exactly what happened. Yeah, she 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 suddenly gained like a whole new power set, and that really never played up later on. uh, I think it did one time, but that's it. Yeah, all that. I mean, what what happened to the Angel of Redemption? Well, we never saw him again. He he vanished. He went off with Zario to go hang. <laughs> it, uh, and, uh, you know, in the end, of course, I, I, as I recall, too, another side effect was supposed to be Nanda Parbat was never to be found again, except that it showed up, like, again. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. So that, that, that was wiped away. It went on too long. It was mishandled. And, and after that, I read, like, two, maybe three issues of Justice League Dark, and I was done. I, I never that- read Book fell off the goddamn it rails. Died, after that. They, they were like in the House of Secrets in the in House of stuff. Wonders, and then, and then there was the House of Wonders, and blah. And then they merged together to make a big old house, and oh, then they so then they were thrown funny. at the end and beginning of time in between this shit. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I tell you, I was so lost trying to review and read these books. It was insane. I, I, I walked. I, I could Constantine, which I did walk away from for a while. And then I did, I did go back that September because I think that's when he started the Earth 2. That was a great book. Which was awesome. Ray Falks on that book was great. But I never went back to uh, any of the other books. I just I couldn't. I just didn't give a shit about these characters that, anymore. Remember that all ye who enter? I think yeah, that was supposed Abandon to come all out hope. of Blight. I think that was supposed to come out of Blight. I think, it, I think it was what, too. I Abandon all hope was Yeah, Abandon uh, all hope. Uh, that it was supposed to come out of Blight. What was that? I, uh, if you remember, they had a ad for Promo. a while. It was around that Thanksgiving. Oh, that right, family right. Thanksgiving it was, ad. It was all the dark family in like, on, almost, on it I almost got. looked like George Washington. Uh, on yeah. the fucking thing. And I said it. was it. on like the River Sticks, I yeah, think. And, on the and big, Aquaman was boat. in there. Aquaman looked like Charon. Right, I totally remember that. Yeah, that, that, that Swamp Thing was on, was on the boat like getting poked or something yeah, like this. Swamp Thing was there. Aquaman looked like he was going to steal Swamp Thing's wallet. Aquaman's hand was coming out of the water. Like trying to reach up to the boat. It was going to be a big event. It, it ended up getting canceled. canceled. I don't know if it was because Blight. People were so sick of that already, and oh, then God. they go back into another event. Uh, they ended up uh, not doing it, and it ended up kind of uh, turning into something else. I can't remember, but yeah, I remember that. And yeah, Blight. I, it's funny because I forgot all about it, and then you're talking about. It, I'm remembering all the stuff, and I don't remember if I read all the issues or just Eric was telling me about it. But boy, I was probably just telling. Probably, that I know that I had read some of it, but I did. I definitely didn't read all 18 issues. JLD couldn't end fast enough for me after that series was that's that story arc was over. It really it, was it a just, damn shame. And then that led right into Trinity of Sin, which again JMD Tomeo, I can't say his name. JMD Mateus was writing JLD at the end. I usually love his stuff. The storyline was terrible, and that led. Then he went right on to Trinity of Sin. And I remember that. And you say that I remember up until that point, we were like everything that he did, we did like. Where we were like, oh man, and all of a sudden you're like, god damn it, I feel bad because you know the guy nice to us or whatever. But boy, this book sucks. <laughs> and, you know, and it just continued sucking. Yeah. 
It's so that was ugly, folks. Blight was ugly. ugly. Yeah. Blight was yeah. very ugly. Yes, it was. But uh, that is it. That is our good, bad, and the ugly of the new 52. Hopefully, the rebirth lasts forever. I don't know. Like, they call it rebirth now, but it'll be odd to call it rebirth five years from now. So, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, Say it last. It's just going to be DC Comics from here on out. I, 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 hope, I, so. I, I hope. It just seems weird that they're, like, they're really Comics. calling it this. I, everybody likes a title. Hey, how do you guys feel odd. about that new DC logo? You all like it? Uh, I don't like it. But again, that just shows that they want to try to get back to the classic deal. Yeah, I, I really dig it. Yeah, I don't, I, I, it I throws me it, off on the site. And I think, it, it just I think, it could, I think there are things I would personally change about it. I do definitely like it better than the old the, the one we yeah. just had. Which I, I hated that one the entire I, time. I don't really care too much, but on the site, uh, when I go to DC's site, it just throws me off a bit. It, it kind of looks, the app. It looks like, kind oh, of yeah, generic right. to me. To like, It almost looks like a... Uh, a person had like somebody just made it up and threw it out a there. Circle with a D and, and a C so, in there, and that's so it. I'll tell you that uh, Jim uh, uh, Lee says all this stuff how it symbolizes Superman and Wonder Woman. You should hear him go on about it. We have it. I, on, I didn't hear any of that stuff. Yeah, we have it on. I have it on for the news for our regular podcast. But yeah, he goes on about how the 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 D has the structure of what would be the Superman. Get the I'm fuck like, really? out of here. That's what you're oh, going. Give me about. a break. You just I, actually I would I would have Start said working on your deadline. here's my Don't whole announcement <laughs> for that. Listen, we're getting back to the basics. That's Damn right. There, that's all it is. But I I don't really care either way. I remember when no. they were talking about the new fifty two logo, the Peel logo, and saying yeah. oh, it was such a great logo because it would show. Uh, it would go well on DVDs as well. It was some hocus pocus nonsense. I hated it. I didn't. Yeah, care. I, I didn't. hated it. But no one buys the you know the logo doesn't. Make me want to or not want to buy a book. I don't no, really give a shit that I'm much. I'm telling you, I the one before that one, I really loved. It. Everybody called it like a fucking the star one. Logo. Yeah, I like that one. I loved it. Yeah, I'm gonna so go. angry when they fucking got rid of it. Well, they had to. They got they got in trouble by uh, DC shoes. You know about that? No. Yeah, the uh, you know you know, you know DC the skate shoe with the yeah yeah logo with the yeah. DC and a star. So DC Comics sued them because they felt the logo was too similar. And it turned out that DC Comics had never trademarked their logo. So, <laughs> so, they so, had to... so DC, you know, the DC shoes went and trademarked theirs, and then they DC had to change DC Comics had to change theirs. Yeah, I'm looking how, at the site. How right is DC there. so behind everything? I know. It's they like, always are. Like, your legal looking... team are like fucking sitting in a closet, like a bunch yeah. of monkeys or something. Yeah, really, it's just nonsense. But I'm looking at the site. I just, I don't know. It just doesn't look right. It looks too generic to me. But I'll get used to it, and I really don't care. You're old school, Jim. That's how it is. Old school. I don't even <laughs> care. But yeah, there it is. And the C, the way the curvature, you should hear this freaking thing. It goes on and on about how the, the logo, this and that. But yeah, uh, that is the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we will be back with a part two where we read the listener on, mail. Guys. It's only 3 a.m. Why don't we just start reading the mail now? Just keep going. The mail, I don't know. Right? Well, we we only have like 70 mails. <laughs> yeah, if you want to add to that, you can email us at weirdsitesdccomics at gmail.com. And if you want to do the rant and rave, go to the site because I don't even know what it is because it's too late. But, yeah, I'm going to throw this up in the next couple of days, and then within a week you'll hear the listener mail one. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm tired as hell. We have a fucking six-hour, seven-hour podcast to do tomorrow night. Four hours. Good night, guys. 20 hours tomorrow, but yeah. Uh, good night, and uh, have a good tomorrow. Good luck. No, what do you say? <laughs> Goodbye. 911, what's
the nature of your emergency. Jack the two, baby, that's the clean two. Oh, there he goes. Oh,